You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. Question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones. They fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another session of Chris Spiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt. Now, there's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me. That is I. And thank you so much for tuning in to another session where we continue to break the matrix. And we definitely have a matrix breaker today on the show with us. But before we introduce our guest, Everyone, please subscribe, go to Conspiracy wherever you listen to your uh, podcast, except Spotify, because they just banned your boy, so <laughs> it is what it is, but you can listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, um, Google Podcasts, Audio Mac, wherever, all the, even the, all the small platforms as well, Amazon, you can listen on Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, except Spotify, go to Conspiracy.com, that's the best way to support the show, you can get yourself a shirt. We got multiple designs for you guys there. Um, so, yeah, that's the best way to support the good brothers, Chris X, Matt, Chris Piercy, and now Amy. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I mean, I got to start paying people soon because it's a lot of work that goes into this. It is, man, it's but it's lot. fun. It's fun. It's fun. Definitely it really is good fun. Time. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being here again. Of course. You kind of took over Kid Tony's spot. Sheesh. Tony. <laughs> Don't hate me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's I all... still need to meet the homies though. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get Tony on the couch so then you can just handle all that because yeah. we just be vibing and we just want to smoke sometimes and just vibe oh, yeah. out, you know. So, <laughs> and so, it's the um, vibe. yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for assisting me. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, of course. You've been on the last two episodes already, huh? Yes. Last, last two, two. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yo, we get we moving up over here. <laughs> we going places. It's funny because over here on the on the Wednesday episodes, I sound so positive and shit. When uh-huh. I and I went with the good brothers, I'm just like, man, I'm thinking about stopping soon. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> I just got I gotta just get some some things in order um yeah. before the new year starts. And because you know, it, keeping people coming on is a job in itself, and it's and it's it's hard to always try to keep someone bring someone new and trying to either do it, either do it through Zoom or through uh you know person. Exactly. And I'm trying to go back to doing it in person because. Mm-hmm. Like COVID really messed up the in-person ones for the last the last season, and um, with you know everyone started doing Zoom, which is more convenient because the podcast definitely grew like more national wise. You know, I had guests from the UK, guests from just different areas to where it's like, damn, this would never be possible if it wasn't for COVID, because I, I wasn't doing the Zoom Facts. shit. Yeah, so I'm not mad about it, but I miss just the the interaction with humans. I miss talking to people in person. The phone, the internet stuff just gets. I don't like looking at a screen all day. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, so. Nah, we like human interaction. <laughs> for sure. For, for sure. sure for yeah. sure. And it I made me it. miss that that vibe. So I was like, you know what? Let's start bringing people back in because I don't want people to get it fucked up. I know people in person. I mean, in yes. the area, too. It's not just internet. It's so easy to get someone like on Twitter just to like do a podcast. Exactly. Like, it's, it's that's different. But when they're in your city and around you, like, yo, pull up. It's, like, it's a whole different energy. I.E. So we have someone pull up to, on us today. Yeah. I'm excited about this episode because this person, we got a 22 day born, correct? 2722. We got a 22, we got a master builder with us today. And I'm hype. You know, as of 33, I just, I, I, I'm cool with master energies. I always, we, I just, I don't know what attracts me to them. Um, a lot of people around me are like 11s and 7s. 
10 ones for sure. So shout out to all the 22s. I don't know too many of them. <laughs> you guys are rare, though, because I do feel like everyone that's born on the 22nd or is a 22 LP um, is like a hard worker. They have like this grind to them. That that's, that's the master builder number. So I, I see it. You know, when you stack two on top of two, it creates, you know, that's you, you can't stack one on top of one. You, the two is mm -hmm. the only numbers you can make a box out of. So you they master builders and shit, you know, so. Well, she's definitely a hard worker. And she's changing the game. Yeah. She's changing the vegan game for sure because L.A. talking about the IE scene now because of you. <laughs> Yo, today on the podcast on Conspiracy, we are joined by Christina, the founder of Vegan Depot and the owner of Organic Junkie, correct? Yes. Nice. I'm happy to be here. This was your insert clap, you Amy. <laughs> Thank you for the invite. Thank you for saying yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's yo, you're doing you're doing something great. Thank you. And I different. That. It's been it's it's been interesting. That's for damn sure. I would have never in a million years had you asked me ten years ago what I was gonna do with my life and like, oh, I'm gonna start a farmer's market, a vegan restaurant in the IE, or even live in the IE for that matter. So <laughs> here I am. Where are you from originally? Orange County, but Ooh. I've lived everywhere. All the all the sexy places: North Dakota, Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> so you, you finally came to the sexy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll leave for a couple of years, and then I'll come back. I always come back to California, but you know, now that my parents are older, mm. I decided to plant myself, grow some roots. Well, as a I don't. I hate saying I'm vegan. I hate. That. I don't know why I hate that word. But it's a label. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> we'll get into that. But as someone that is in the plant life, the plant based lifestyle, um, we appreciate it because it it just it makes it so much easier, especially when it was like the every week thing did get kind of like played out a little bit. It really did. Yeah. It, it did. But the every week thing is like you. It makes you want to go back again and then re like just stock up on everything that you usually get and it just. I appreciate it because it's like a little hub of you don't have to worry about if it's vegan or not. I don't have to ask for ingredients, really. I just, what y'all got? Do I like it? Cool. It's ethical. I'm copping. The thing about it is, though, it's like, at least the thing that it really excites me is just the community behind it. Like, you go there now and people know each other. The vendors help each other. There's no competition between them. They see the value in, like, posting one another if somebody forgot their bags, somebody else hooks them up, you know, they're they're just legit a community. And now the people that go visit, they they feel that vibe and they're starting to see the value of community. I mean, you know, it's it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I started communities, but it's very it's, cool to have in the IE. Yeah. And I just some 22 shit like, I, I, you know, I just I'm big on numerology, but you de you definitely and you're what Leo can't you're like cusp. I'm a cusp. I'm a cancer. Yeah. Leo so cusp. way more Leo though. nurturer sure. with that like leadership leader in you like it just a little bit nurture little. <laughs> nah, you actually took care of your dad, didn't you? Yeah. Six months. Like six that months. post was deep, though. Which what I every once in a while, I'll, I'll the get one, all emotional. The one about him. And that's when I found out you were, the, you know, the day you filed for the Vegan Depot, the day. It all has to do with him. So for those that don't know the story, um, I my background's actually in real estate mortgages. I was doing mortgages for a while. Some form of real estate and sales um, and never worked in a kitchen, never wanted to work in a kitchen. 
I love cooking, but not for not for people. <laughs> sounds so bad, but not necessarily for people. I just love like the creative aspect of it. Um, but my dad got sick and we had somewhat of an estranged relationship, not because, you know, he was a bad guy, just, you know, he made some choices that I took personal. But, um, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know any better. But that uh, situation got me away from mortgages and I took care of him and I put him on a on a raw vegan diet. And one month, just huge difference. He wow. went from being angry, depressed and and on like 50 meds and got him off of about half of those. He started laughing again. I was, you know, taking him outside to get sunshine and fresh air and made a huge difference. So, you know, after a while you start thinking, well, other people need to like other people know, but I don't know that it's really in their face the way that it he was accept he was accepting to it. Like you telling you, we're, he, we're no, doing. he didn't have a choice. I was like, he, I mean, he was bedridden. He couldn't really do anything. And I was like, if I'm going to be here and I'm going to take care of you, it's going to be my way. And mm. he was so used to, and I have a, I have a sister and you know, they, they also helped take care of him, but he knew how to manipulate them and he, he knew how to get what he wanted out of them. And with me, I was like, mm. no, where we don't have that type of bond <laughs> to where if I'm going to be here, it's going to be for a purpose. And so, uh, yeah, but in, in that time, we hashed out a lot of our issues and, you know, we spent a lot of time together talking about the hard subjects. And yeah. uh, so a lot got resolved and he he got well enough to where he checked himself out of his uh, nursing home <clears throat> and went back to old habits and got himself back in the hospital. What actually took him out was a bed sore because he was heavy. He had all sorts of issues. He had post-traumatic stress issues, depression. Um, he was a vet and uh, mm. overweight, addicted to morphine because the pain from like his knees, diabetic, heart issues, like oh wow, the gamut. Like it was, it was, uh, it was bad. But um, after that, and it's funny because the name Organic Junkie from my restaurant, I was working on a pumpkin pie flavor tooth powder. <laughs> tooth powder. <laughs> super out there but i you know i was kind of going from being super materialistic to transforming into a hippie from like you know my mid-20s to at this point i think i was i don't know probably like 38 i want to say so you know I, I progressively started becoming a hippie so i was like making my own creams and my own toothpaste and all this stuff and then when I made my tooth powder, I was like, okay, well, all the spices that are used for pumpkin pie are good for oral health. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to make this exciting. And I was working on the packaging and all this other stuff when my dad got sick. So um, that got on the back burner. So then, and it was kind of weird. The universe works in funny ways. It so does, yeah. um, the matrix be matrixing for sure. For sure. For sure. But, uh, I was living in Irvine because when I was doing mortgages, my office was out here in Corona. Mm -hmm. And when my son went to go live with his dad, I was like, well, why am I paying three grand for a two bedroom? I don't care where I live. It was more for him in the school district. So I bought a I bought a 30 foot travel trailer for seventy five hundred bucks, parked it on my sister's lot and actually up on uh, Van Buren over here. Oh, wow. 
But after a couple months, the city came and was like, get out of here. So, <laughs> but the cool thing was that I had saved so much money that I was basically traveling the world. I took my kid to Europe for a month. We went to Hawaii. We went all over the place, but then the city kicked me out. So then I found this cute little seven, no, 475 square foot, one bedroom. And I lived there for a while. And then uh, Metro at Maine was being built. And it was like Corona's first mixed use place. And that inspired me to open up. I was thinking a juice bar, like a cold press juice bar. Because we have Jamba Juice and we have... Trash. What's the other one? Yeah, exactly. And it's all pasteurized. <laughs> and it's just like this Trash. is not what people think it is. Um, it doesn't have the enzymes. It doesn't, you know, it's dead. Yeah. yeah. It's just sugar. Mm. And uh, so... I don't know. I the way that I operate, I just throw myself off, off a cliff and then figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just start doing that. So I'd be like tiptoeing to the cliff. No, you you, you can't. No, you'll you'll overthink yourself yeah, out of things. things. Here all I do. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. So I saw this place and I put together a business plan. I, as a matter of fact, I had sent them an email for like the brochure and stuff, and I pitched them my idea. And I was in the Amazon, and when I when I came back I had to put together a business plan and I had like 18 hours to do it or something like that and I had to you put were in the Amazon yeah <laughs> that was a flag I was just went, I, I processed it like hold on you were in the Amazon that's, that's fine they called you when you're in the Amazon well they sent me an email <laughs> oh my wait you can get spots in the Amazon like that <laughs> some places <laughs> it was a nice resort <laughs> that's tight where was this at um, it's called Napo, the Napo River. Mm. Uh, so I went to Ecuador first and then I went to the, I was like, I, you have to go to the Amazon if you're on yeah. that side of the world. And it was incredible. Incredible. Like the stuff you see, see spiders the size of your head. No. Do you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> oh shit. No, but you do see some weird looking <laughs> insects and, uh, just the vegetation and the, oh my God, like the soil smells so like good that you almost like want to eat it because it just damn it smells like how you know when you like cut up all your vegetables for a salad mm -hmm. like that smell yeah like that chlorophyll smell yeah. or whatever it is i don't know there's something about the dirt over there that i was like should i <laughs> <laughs> should i but i didn't but um okay i'm sorry that was just like <laughs> what you're in the amazon you have to hold on I have okay. a lot of crazy stories. It sounds like it. Like you're you in here ready to tell everything. Oh, everything. We you know like all the a lot of crazy stories. Yeah, because I want to know even just that. Like you like trying to go into a minimalistic lifestyle. Like how did how did that how, what inspired that to go from a three grand to you know to just want to go smaller to eventually a trailer. A lot of people, you know, to them that's not success. Oh my you know, god, they, it was trying to go up. No, honestly, it was literally the the most mental piece I've ever had in my life. At one mm. point when I was, uh, my son just, actually, today's his birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday to 11, you, bro. 11, 16. Uh, but when, Scorpio game. Yep. But when he was little, um, we had a live-in nanny. His dad's a software engineer. I was in real estate. We made good money. And, I mean, I was spending a ridiculous amount of money on, like, clothes and just stuff that doesn't even matter and when I got divorced I was I basically told them you know here you go here's everything they sent me my computer my kid's computer his clothes my clothes that's a whole nother story in itself but <laughs> so then I started over again and I just feel like the older I get the more and more I get rid of and um 
because you start seeing that those things don't make you happy. I mean, I was working in, I mean, I work insane hours now, but now it's to serve people before it was to serve myself. And that's just empty. Like no matter how much you get, you're never going to be satisfied. So I got the trailer. I loved it. I yeah. wish I still lived in it. It was, it was so peaceful. So amazing. But did you, you see, you seen, did you feel more free like that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you don't need the same amount of money to live. You know, you don't have the same expenses. You don't spend the same amount of time cleaning. You only can have one bottle of shampoo. You can only have one towel. <laughs> you know, you don't have the space for more stuff. So it doesn't take you long to wash clothes. And then in the trailer, you have um, your gray water and then your water tank. And I would have to fill it up with the water hose and then I'd have to drain the gray water. So I didn't use the bathroom there. I used my sister's because it was her house and, and oh, I was yeah. just on the lot. Yeah. But um, then you become hyper aware of your usage, like your water usage. And you start thinking like, we're so wasteful. Oh, yeah. I really am. We're conditioned that way. We're, yeah. you know, we're taught that way. First world problem. Yeah. And then we, we don't get a visual of what it is that we use. And we don't, you know, we don't sit there and think about it. Like we don't ever sit there and go, I wonder how much, you know. I let, I let the water run before I get in. Like, yeah. That's some spoiled American privilege. No, you can't. You can't do that when you have a water tank and you know you only have X amount of, of water. Nice. You get in there, you wet yourself, you turn it off, you soap yourself up, wash it, you know, shave, whatever you got to do in there, and then you rinse yourself off and you're done. Like, you don't... 10 minutes, if the hell. Yeah. You're taking 25-minute showers. Exactly. Oh, I feel so bomb in here. I don't want to get out. <laughs> when it was cold, it would get that way, but... <laughs> but, so, anyways, I came back from the Amazon and I put together this business plan and it was the shittiest business plan you'll, you probably would have ever seen because there was just a lot of pictures. Mm -hmm. There was, like, no financial stuff. Just a lot of, like, song and dance to distract them yeah. <laughs> from the fact that I didn't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> but it sold them and uh so and at the time I was going to do this with with my best friend of like six years and so we went in and you know again it was just me talking and me spinning my story and they were in and I was like this is crazy because I only have x amount of money in my bank account and I, my credit shot and it was going to be her credit and like uh, basically her house has like collateral. Damn. But, you know, just we were like so happy and naive. <laughs> just OK. So then um, it needed to be built because it was a new build. So it was probably I want to say almost a year before before we got the keys, before I got the keys. That ended up not working out. Um, so I ended up opening the restaurant by myself. That's a whole nother crazy story. But then is I, everything leading up to organic junkie? This is okay. organic junkie. Okay, okay. And so I was going to start it off with a, a, a juice, um, like a juice store. But then I was like, well, if I'm going to do juices, I should probably do salads. And then I was like, well, if I do salads, I have to do something that's like Instagram worthy because <laughs> it's. True. It's Instagram that sells stuff. That's true. So yeah, that's what I'm struggling with. Then I came up with the menu and, and. The crazy agua frescas I started. And it's at one time I lived in Roland Heights and it's a predominantly Asian community. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, how can I make, you know, like I'm native and Mexican and I was, um, you know, agua frescas is, we know. <laughs> so <laughs> we I was know. like, well, how, how do I, how do I level these up? 
And I was like, well, nobody like uses a tea as a base for, you know, for the agua fresca. So maybe I can like make it like half tea, half agua fresca. And then so I started playing with all the flowers because they have a bunch of different teas in these Asian supermarkets. And I ran into pea flower. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. It wasn't even common back then. Now you see blue drinks everywhere. But anyway, so we opened up to a line and then a year later, COVID hits. <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, okay. And it's the hardest thing I ever, ever have done. And I've done some difficult things. And um, I think the first the first three months before I opened and the first three months after I opened, I probably cried every day in the shower. Like, what have I done? I created a prison for myself. It was, oh my God. And then to keep the doors open, because that friend ended up suing me. <laughs> so I had, a, yeah, like I said, whole nother story. So, you know, a lot of money went to defending my case. And even though I, I won, a lot of money got spent on that. So I had to go do pop-ups in like North Hollywood, like at Vegan Exchange mm. and um, no sleep over the weekends. And it was, it was insane. And I was like, there's much easier ways to make money than what I'm doing, you know? And, uh, but then through that, you know, you start meeting your loyal customers and they become like friends and family. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it was three years, November 11, 11 was the anniversary, three year anniversary of organic Bliss. And it's closed this week. <laughs> so you, all the, re- everything that you sell there is your recipe from scratch? Yep. And now you gave the recipe to your employees? Or you have mm-hmm. employees? Yeah, employees? yeah, I don't care. I mean. It's nothing special? I, I mean, it is, but nah, it's meant to. I protect that. <laughs> it's meant for everyone. Yeah. They, they know it. What are they going to do? I mean, in the beginning, I used to be like, okay, you have to sign a confidentiality agreement. But then I was like. it's just a damn sandwich it's just a drink like you know and and the thing is that people are always going to copy you like you know there's coke there's pepsi there's a million different taco places like you know like somebody's going to go on their try your shit and then they're going to be like how do i make this at home or you know put their spin on it and it'll never quite be yours that's what i was about to say every once it spins it's going to keep spinning you're never going to be able to get the one you first had Unless you go back to the, but even that, some restaurants, their taste be changing. They start off like, yeah, I'm going to just say have... this. I don't know. I'm going to just say it. But Monty's, Monty's was fire when it first came out. It's been struggling. <laughs> it's been struggling. We go to Veg and go now. Here's the thing with restaurants. Oh my God. You know, we, cause trust me, I get a lot of, a lot of feedback that, you know, I'm like, damn. That hurts a little bit, but you know, because the thing is that you entrust other people to do when I was there, you know, you, you have a certain level of quality. And the thing is that I don't have a restaurant background, so I'm not good with like the operational side of things. I'm, I've been winging it for the last three years. Mm. And the other thing too, is that when I created my menu, I created it based off of the way that I like to eat, not with profit in mind. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to make, you know, things that have hemp seeds and nutritional yeast and Traditional yeast is eight bucks a pound, like, and people don't know this. And I mean, Corona's not going to support the prices that that I should, you know, based off of industry standards, what I should be charging. Right. There's, I remember when I started with the paninis, I had them at six dollars, which was basically at cost to entice people to try them because Corona, you know, people there's not a lot of 
at the time, people were like, what the hell is vegan? Like, they didn't even know. Like, so there was a lot of education. So education. Had, education. That's the so, name of the episode right there. <laughs> education. <laughs> For real. But they, um, you know, I wanted them to try it. And I figured if I had them at cost at $6, they would try it. And then they'd go tell other people. And right. it worked. But then when when COVID hit, I took them off because I was like, I'm losing my ass on, on these. So when I brought them back, I brought them back at $9, which was still not what not I should bad. have been. No, not at all. Anything under 10 for me now? Out of, at the, any vegan spot? That's, that's a that's I a don't steal. make money at that restaurant. That restaurant that first year grossed half a million dollars. Ask me how much I put in my pocket. Like people don't understand that restaurants, usually, it's a pennies game. And you bust your ass for those pennies. And so when it comes to like the quality of food, like sometimes I can't afford to hire like, mm. you know, people that have kitchen experience mm. and, you know, you're you're hiring kids and they especially now, like I've been fortunate to have some really good employees, but I've also had some that they don't care. You know, they don't, they're never going to care the way that you care. Of course. Yeah. And with the things that I'm trying to do and try and and at the rate that I'm trying to grow, I'm one person and I can't be everything for everyone. And, and again, I'm not an operational person. I'm a salesperson and I'm just pushing this best I can until I can get it to the point to where I can hire people to then come in and, you know, fix all the things that be the things that I'm not good at. So. Yeah. That's where I'm at. With it. That's, yeah. I yeah. Feel you. Any small so you, business. So you run it, you run it, you run everything still dolo by yourself. So yeah. As a matter, well, yes, but I just brought on a co-host, which is another funny story. Riverside, and the reason why I've been able to start all of these is because there was, uh, his name's Ernesto, but he was going to be my competition for Riverside. He was trying to start his own market. He's he's not vegan. He he didn't care whether it was vegan or not. He just wanted to start a market. Mm -hmm. And uh, he pulled the permits, and I was trying to pull permits for like nine months, and I don't know. We're on a conspiracy thing. I think it's a conspiracy. I think that there's Yay. a personal reason why I didn't get those permits. But regardless, we have them now. So um, I had been trying to get into Riverside for a long time. It didn't happen. I ended up going to L.A. That's another story. Came back and he hit me up and he was like, hey, like I have the permits for Riverside, but I haven't been able to gain traction with the vendors because he didn't have like a platform. Right, yeah. And vendors are going to be like. How are you going to bring me people to make money? Mm. So if they don't see that, you know, you have the capacity to make them money, they're going to go to where they can. So he couldn't gain any traction that way. So we got together. And so from Riverside on, all these other ones, like he'll pull the permits and I do everything with the, with the vendors and more of the vision uh, behind it and where I want it to go. And so I'm hoping to convert him slowly to vegan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them there yeah we'll get but man that's because it's not, it's only been a year and you already have well you went here in san diego well corona was first then corona LA, la riverside san diego and we're in the permit process for redlands orange county oh you're trying to take over and then once we get those we have then we're going but it's you try to take over, huh? Damn, that's what's up. Well, because here's here's my thing. I I love what I do for the simple fact that I get to help small businesses and also give people options and get them get them open the doors for them. Um, we get messages all the time, people that are like, 
I didn't know. It wasn't like when I first, you know, got into this where it was cardboard burgers and wheatgrass. Like, yeah, yeah, sausages. We have cheesecake. <laughs> we have we have birria. <laughs> so yeah, it, people don't you know. find it all. Yeah, people don't know, and we cannot. You know, this this is a topic all in itself, but we can't keep sustaining life on this planet if we keep, you know, doing the things that we're doing. And not only that, people don't think about people don't think about like factory farming and you know, why is it that society is so mentally messed up? Well, maybe because we're eating tortured animals and there's such thing as muscle memory and that shit you're consuming and then becomes a part of you. And then you're wondering why you're losing your mind on the freeway. Like, you know, that energy transfer is real. Yeah. That's why I tell people like, like, I don't, I don't really trip if people are vegan or not, but it's just like, y'all don't, you guys are eating meat that has a bunch of hormones, chemicals. It's all dirty. It's like, you 85% guys, of antibiotics go to, animals that are raised for human consumption and, and then those animals are fed gmos so you're getting it from all oh, yes yeah. so i and i tell people that's like y'all you gotta you gotta realize too that you you guys are eating some bullshit like it's different if you're actually you know what you're feeding your animal that you're raising and if you want to kill it then okay i you know whatever you, you do what you want to do but that would be a more honorable way for me for it to go instead of the factory way where it's just round them all up put them all together it's it's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. And, and I always tell people, there's not enough animals to, to keep feeding all of us. There's too many of us. Yeah, that's I can go on and on and on about this. Like, just there's a reason why, you know, we're in mid-November and it's 90 degrees in, <laughs> in San Diego. Like, you know, why did I get sunburnt yesterday <laughs> in November? So, I don't know. It's, uh, but... But that's the thing about this reality that, you know, there's always going to be polarity. So for the same amount of shit that's going on, there's going to be good things that are happening. And and so you just got to figure out where on that spectrum you want to be. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm working on trying to tip the scales. Yeah. And your intentions, too. Like like that. It goes deep. Like you're not doing it for the money grab. You're really doing it because you're trying to help people. And I always tell people, if you got... like, you know, like Marisol, the people of Marisol, that's, that's my boy, that's my homie. So I, I, I would always tell him, like, bro, you got to get in with the depot because that's the big leagues, you know? And that's how I look at it. There's bigger leagues. <laughs> there is, but in the IE? Oh, yeah, no, in the IE, yeah. Like, look, 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 look. Like Marisol's, for example, I'm, I'm not putting nothing out, nothing out crazy like that. But when they, were start, when they first started doing the little pop-ups by their house and stuff like that, they would post. They, wouldn't, they, they didn't get no traction. They didn't have the audience like that. As soon as they started doing... The Riverside one, they started doing God, the, the Riverside one crack. Oh, um, the first day, oh my! And the second one too, with the with the with the lowriders. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that that shit was so burnt. Oh, I was like so far to park so far. I was hot. I don't know how I didn't end up in jail. I went off on the cops. Yeah, because so that month October for me was nuts. So I had um my mom's seventy fifth birthday. And even though, like, I didn't have the time, I was like, okay, my stepdad's been sick. I don't know if he's going to be able to make it to, like, for her 80th birthday. We just celebrated, like, his 70th -hmm. 70th birthday and made a big deal about it. And so I was like, this woman gives so much. I have to. Like, I don't know how I I have to duplicate myself. But so anyways, and then we had started Riverside and just a lot going on. The day before was her birthday. And I'm her only daughter. So I put all that shit together from making the flowers to 
literally everything that was that party was me. Her 75th. I'll show you oh. pictures later because it was beautiful. But <laughs> so then the next day I like hadn't slept. I showed up early and all of a sudden I see like all these cars coming and they just keep coming. And I'm trying to call like the city. There's already a worker there that said that they had been there from 6 a.m. Like trying to control traffic. And so it was cool until they all started double parking. No, None of the vendors could get onto, onto the park. And what I was trying to explain to them is that once all 70 of these people come, like we're not going to have an event. These people have spent money on inventory, have prepped, have drove their asses over here from sometimes L.A., you know, I some from San Diego. And I'm like, and we pay a shit ton of money to be here. And they wouldn't do anything about it. They were they wouldn't ticket them for being double parked. They were selling alcohol. They were cooking. They were smoking weed. They were doing all sorts of shit with it, like right in front of the cops going off on going off on me. I was Karen that day. <laughs> I'm like, you stupid bitch, Karen, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't they even. You Karen? Oh, hell yeah. And then I, I was like, I can't even go over there because I grew up in Santana. Like I, I was like, just shut your mouth, shut your mouth. Don't say anything because it's they'll shoot me like it, it will get that bad. <laughs> And so I just didn't have the bandwidth to handle it. And usually I'm pretty good at controlling my emotions, but that was just too much for me. So I was going off on the cops and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Go home. Like, like just lost it. And I had to pay like one of the homies to block the space with his car and then let people in and block it and let people in. And that's really the only way that, that it happened. And I mean, it could have wow. been cool. Like if they would have like the, if the organizers of that event, would have worked with us it would have been cool because the park's huge yeah like you know it we could have coexisted but it didn't work out that way they definitely were in their shopping too though buying food they were that's yeah. what i'm saying that's like you know you can convert some of these people you, you they could have been customers but it just it got ugly and um it wasn't handled right by the city and you know, whatever. It's a learning process where we're both the city it, and, and us. It's true you got they, they pulled the permits on that? What do you mean? You're not having a Riverside one no more? No, I have it. No, what they did was they had approved it for 11-11 because we had moved it to Thursday so that hopefully we wouldn't be dealing with that mess. Okay. But Thursday was bunk. Like, it it didn't, you know, it, it was no Sunday. That's for damn sure. And I always wanted on Thursday because I was going to have a beer garden and make it like a thirsty Thursday, which is what I tried to do in L.A. too. But here it, it just didn't work out that way. And at the end of the day, like... The vendors need to make money. Otherwise, we're not going to have a market. So um, so we decided to go back to Sunday. But before I did that, I was thinking, OK, well, we'll give it one more shot on Thursday once we have the beer garden to see if it'll if it'll take off. And um, the city forgot that it was Veterans Day, which I don't know why they have to babysit us because that car show was there and nothing happened there. So we're paying. We're doing everything the way that they want us to do it. And but whatever it's it happened it worked out you think there's still a stigma on veganism like bad though to where people are like we're not gonna help because no 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 no. it's not i don't think it's that um i feel like they'd be hating on people that be eating a certain way i can be with the corona when i can be a little pushy <laughs> like you know when when uh <laughs> <The> when, <corona. laughs> when we started that um 
you know, I, I tried to go through the proper channels and they weren't having it. So I just wrote the mayor compelling email and I was just like, look, like people are mentally struggling with, you know, this lockdown and this is a huge open park and people can come out and still have a sense of, you know, interacting with people. They can go to the grocery stores, they can go to Costco, they can go to all these other places. You know, why can't these small businesses set up? And I'm like, it's going to bring money to the city. It's going to. So anyways, I wrote him this compelling email. And so he was he was awesome. Helped me. And they gave me the park for one day. And I was like, OK, how do I how do I really I'm like once they once I get in here. That's when you got Corona. Yeah. So then the first day I gathered fifteen hundred signatures in 48 hours. So what, how how are they going to kick me out? So then. It went in front of committee. It got passed because there was a couple of things that I had to change. For one, I had to become a farmer, like a legit farmer, because the only thing allowed were farmers markets. Mm. You can't have a farmers market without a farmer. And so I went through the tedious, tedious task of <laughs> oh, like damn. becoming a farmer. And then after that, I went and uh, pulled the permits. But we had to change policy with the health department because they weren't allowing open air cooking. It was just all prepackaged. Yeah. Which what's the point of going to a market really if everything's going to be prepackaged? So I had to show them uh, how San Bernardino, because um, I think there was a market in Chino's Hill that was able to do it. And I was like, well, how come they can do it? But we can't like the CDC doesn't say I had to research all sorts of stuff when it came to like the CDC and how COVID worked. And there's nothing tying food to COVID. So that got passed and also a, a private entity having the park on a regular basis was something that we had to pass. So it was a lot, a lot of but, paperwork, yeah. but yeah, but we saved a lot of businesses. Yeah. There was a lot of business we, and actually got some to thrive to the point to where they're now in other locations, retail locations um, like Kapucha started with us. Uh, Neve Coffee mm. basically started with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we had a and and the first man before LA opened back back up. Um, we had people coming in from out of state in like Corona to Corona. Why Corona though? Why was that the first option? <laughs> because it was, the, it was the only vegan thing going on. Oh, you mean why that location? Yeah, why why Corona the city? Because I was there, and because the IE, um, you know, I. When I moved to the IE, there was no options. There was, we're the only vegan restaurant. There was no options. And I thought, you know what? There's a lot of people that move from bigger cities to the IE because, you know, cost of living, not that, you know, it's not high now, but um, that are familiar with these things. And everybody was like, you're dumb for opening up a vegan restaurant in the IE. And um, maybe, but, you know, we need to get, (laughs) we need to get options out here. Yeah, So I thought Corona's really central. Corona was. Oh, my but rest- you, you, were in, there. you were living in Corona. That's why. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I thought, I thought you were from Riverside. No, I'm five minutes. I'm three minutes from the park. Ah. So uh, right that there. makes sense. That makes sense. And that's a big park, too. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That park, when I when I, when I they first gave it to me, I was like, why this park? Why? Oh, <laughs> you didn't choose it? Was- no, they gave no. I would have chosen. I would have chosen a nicer one. I would have chosen. <laughs> I would have chosen a nicer one. Um, that one. That one has a very solidified homeless community it there, does, and yeah. with homelessness comes drugs. Yeah. So there would be 
cookies on the ground. There'd yes. be syringes. Yeah. You know, there'd be people out of their mind. Yes. Um, I've already had one punch me. I've already had what? like, yeah, yeah. He, cause you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was like mental illness or if it was drugs, but or a combination. But they were they were like in the middle. Just I don't know. I had I had tried to ask him to leave, and he was like, "Is so and so dead? Is so?" And I'm like, "I don't know who so and so is." And you know, you don't stop to think that these people yeah. are unpredictable. Um, so yeah, he ended up punching me, and then he punched someone else, and then he took off, and then he went to the ninety nine cent store and punched somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. But now, I mean, I I taught so. Another reason why, so I have a big old 10-year plan with all of what I'm doing, and it all goes back to, ha- like, helping homeless and addicts and because, you know, at some point my dad was also homeless. And, you know, just these, a lot of vets, like, deal with yeah. so much stuff. And so I don't have the resources to the resources to start, like, a, you know, center or anything like that. So all of this is just all going to be tied together and... um you're really just starting. I know, but time's ticking. So. It is ticking. How do you how do you feel about time right now? With I, everything going on, like do you like you try to pay attention to it? I'm in my own world, Fact. honestly. Like I stay I in it. my lane. I try to do like I wake up with a very clear set intention of where I'm going. I'm flexible to if the universe closes a door, you know, then okay. Be like water, <laughs> you know, go, yeah, the flow, yeah. go, go where you flow. And I mean, I'm not saying that like, it's always like that. There's times that, I mean, when LA didn't work out, everything just kind of started closing because I didn't, I didn't set things up the way that I probably should have. And things were done too fast. Um, when I got the okay for that lot, which I had been wanting for like six months and it was just too expensive and too much work and it was draining me. And, and then um vegan playground which is another uh, vegan event um neither of us knew well i don't think that i'm pretty sure neither of us knew that that we were going to both be within a mile of each other and hers was a day before mine and the overhead that i had to have the same vendors a good amount of the same vendors and the same ones just didn't make sense so i just pulled out of there but after that i was just like why am i doing this why you know there's easier ways to like make a living and then you just really have to question yourself like are your motives for you are they for others like and so you know when you when you go back to your why then you're like you have it in you you always have it in you you just gotta you know recenter yourself and um we'll get there exactly yeah slow motion better than no motion but I understand the time's ticking because I feel the same way. I mean, I just turned, I just turned twenty eight. Like, you know, oh, you're a baby. It, that's how everyone says, but it's still like, yo, I'm about to hit thirty still, and it's like I'm pushing fifty. Nah, but still, <laughs> still. And I think a lot of it is because of yeah, what, what I see on social media sometimes too, where it's just like you feel that pressure. Where I mean, I gotta get my money. Up. I gotta get my money. Up. I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. So I'm still waiting on money. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Money, don't, don't, like, don't, well, I don't know, you can do what, whatever. Right, but, right. You know. It's not everything, I understand. No, from someone that was very comfortable, like, money, money ain't shit, honestly. Like, it's it not, makes, but it it's gives you power. Yeah. But it gives you power. It doesn't. 
energy is what gives you power. The currency. Oh, no. Okay. Like, I, I, I get that part of that. But in the physical, like that's that's the spiritual, like, you know, the other side. Still. And I, I mean, you need that. You need, you need that balance. I understand. Yeah, it's a tool. And it makes things it's easier. A tool, it's a tool. But I don't want to play by the same rules by a lot of people. You know, it does make things easier. It does. Financial freedom to me is the, like the real freedom. It makes things easier. But there's so many other ways to achieve the same thing. It's just you have to rethink things because we've been so conditioned to think that money is is the way to do things and it's not it's really it's really investing in people and building relationships and serving them because once you do then doors open up for you in a yeah. weird way um then they help you um their resources help you yep and uh so but i mean you know we do live in this 3d existence That's money them. money does make things easier it makes the video game easier for sure yeah it really does and like I'm not, and the thing that I hate is that I never was money hungry because I I grew up like not knowing struggle. You know, I, I've been blessed to have you know everything handed to me. But now that I'm older, and that, that it's not getting handed to me. You do have to eventually work for something and get to it. And then now it's like just working where I work. I make decent money. I can get by, but it's just like yo, this still ain't enough. Like I still can't just dip when I want. I can't just do this when I want to. So and I understand that you need money to just play by different rules. And I'm not saying evil rules or bad rules. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it's just I want to break out of the matrix, but still have like one foot in low key. Cause yeah. I, I don't want to go off the grid. I like society. I love people. I love being yeah, around people. Regardless if we disagree on, on, on opinions and thoughts and perspectives, that's fine. We don't, we can agree to disagree all day. But as long as we respect each other and you let me do me, you do you, you're not hurting anybody. You're not doing nothing crazy. I'm out of your business, bro. I don't, I don't really care what you do, <laughs> you know, but it's just, I like still going to shows and cons like just energy, you know, like just everyone syncing up, doing the same thing, being at the same place, watching the same thing. You don't thing. want to go in the hills and be a No, I don't. <laughs> but I would want to do it for like a weekend, a week. Yeah. I do. As I mean, even right now, my my soul's been telling me, yo, bro, you gotta dip off to the mountains or the the lake and just detox from the city, detox from the matrix real quick, from just time, from people con contacting you, gonna give you social media, take some shrooms, maybe, you know, do a little bit of shadow work. You know, sit with my thoughts, but I keep ignoring it because it's like, nah, I gotta go. I gotta, you know, I gotta keep this shit going. I can't just stop potting. Like, I, <laughs> nah, I can't. Like, I can't just stop my consistency because I'm feeling a certain type of way. And they're just trying to find a balance of how to deal with it. That's, that's key. I still haven't found balance. I'm always 150% and then I crash and then I die <laughs> and then I resurrect <laughs> and then I'm 150. <laughs> Where do you get like inspiration from? just life i have a very clear vision of of what i want and just making people happy like i know it sounds dumb but like it really is just making Some cancer people, shit yeah probably <laughs> but um no in my head i see it completely clear and i want to help make the world a better place you know and, and what else am i gonna do with my life like honestly like what else am i gonna do with my life like this this just fulfills me so what i do and i trust me i've i've done well i'm still am i in the rat race i don't know i feel like i don't know what i'm on but <laughs> <laughs> but i'm on something that's for sure but you're on the veggies I'm on the veggies but um it's, yeah I, i'm i'm not chasing the same things but i am still chasing something and it shouldn't and i know that it still shouldn't be a chase because when you're fully aligned and you're fully balanced, it just comes to you and you manifest that part, it. That part. And so I go in waves where it's like, I know this, but 
then there's also what's deeply conditioning you to work hard and all this other stuff. But, you know, so I'm, I'm right now in the space where it's like, I know this, but I still do this, but I need to break these habits. And it's just all a learning process. Like it's all been a learning process. It's I've, I've had more like growth in these last three years than I ever have in my entire life. Like Mm. these, um, that restaurant, that restaurant has changed me. Mm. Like I, I have never known sacrifice the way that I have with that restaurant. And even with these markets, but mainly with that restaurant, that restaurant. And that, that fulfills you? No. No. <laughs> no, that drains me. <sighs> but it's, it's, uh, it's still a labor of love. And um, it's, for, it's for the community, really. Right. And I, that fulfills you, though. Yeah, that does. For sure. Being able to put money in people's pocket fulfills you. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, I feel yeah, Helping that. them grow. So one of the things that I plan on doing with this market is using it as an incubator. Once I do have the the resources and people that are good at that type of stuff is bringing them in and bringing in vendors that are serious about their business and, and uh, that are passionate about what they're doing and leveling them up and uh, then getting them in a space where it's... I have it all figured out in my head. It's just got to make it happen. Let that time do its thing. That non-existent time. Ah, <laughs> that Saturn. <laughs> that Saturn do its thing. And the Kronos do it. Yeah. Kronos. Like Kronos do the thing. <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, yeah. We're we all trying to get to where we're trying to get to. And I, at least you have a... Do you feel like it's... It's not your... Do you feel like it's a purpose or no? Hell yeah. Because okay. if it were not... At least you found your purpose me, though. Yeah. Not no. too many people find their purpose. This is true. Because the only thing, the only thing that will push you through those moments where you're just brought to your knees is passion. Cause passion. Yeah. Passion. Oh man, I remember the first like major event that I did was the OC Pride Festival. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell I was doing. This was before I opened up my restaurant. Me, just me. Well, I did have a friend that that like came and helped me prep for a little bit, her and her daughters. But for the most part, I prep for <laughs> it's now we laugh, but you know, they they tell you, oh, that town's gonna be like five thousand people. And in your mind, like, you know, just my inexperience, I was like, shit, I gotta prep for like not like five thousand people, but I was still thinking that I had to prep for way more instead of being like, okay, there's only X amount of hours for the festival. And you could only serve X amount of people during that time. Yeah. So so I totally over prepped the morning of I was like fuck this I don't care what I invested in this I was like physically just broken my feet were swollen everything hurt and I'm like just get in the shower just get in the shower just get in the shower so I got in the shower and then I'll just go get the ice just go get the ice (laughs) and so then as I'm like lugging these 20 pound bags of ice by myself the adrenaline hits and then you do it and then at the end, you want to set everything on fire, but you can't because it costs money. So <laughs> People think entrepreneurship is easy. Oh, but hell that no. shit is. I wish to God that there was some sort of like, you know, anytime you pull a business license for especially certain businesses, restaurants being one of them, that they would tell you what it really is like. But I don't know. There's some people that do love it. There's some people that really get off on. It's just not my thing. I had had office jobs my whole life for the most part. And to go from that to like labor, whole new respect for people <laughs> in, in that industry. Like they're they're insane. I'm insane. Like you have to be insane yeah. to 
subject yourself to that level of torture for nothing <laughs> for free for smiles <laughs> that's why it's always the immigrants doing it dude yes dude i man i don't know how people want immigrants out of this country like we need them why can't we just coexist right you know what's your thoughts on the matrix let's get to it Oh God! Let's get to it, Christina. We're gonna be here we three talk, days straight. Just we talking. talked about we talked about the depot. We can yeah, we gonna go back to it anyways. But what's Matrix. your thoughts on on the Matrix? That it's just one big old game, and it's Are you sipping on Kangen? No, it's uh, water with a little. I can't ever say it. It's de detrimaceous earth, or I don't know. It's called. So what it is? It's basically silica. It's these little ancient particles that they're really good for. The gut. Yeah, well, they're supposed to, like, help with parasites, and it's mm. a, and I think it's some sort of mineral silica. I don't know. It's called detonaceous earth. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Someone in the comments will, <laughs> will correct me. I just call it DE, so I put a little bit in my water. Um, I don't know. You know what? Nobody knows for sure. People think they know, but I. it's my opinion that everybody has their own own reality you know everybody's gonna have their own beliefs and whatever those beliefs are that's their reality and that's what's true for them so it's kind of crazy that we're like this is how it is or so black and white with certain things because mm -hmm. what's right is right for you mm -hmm. not necessarily for everybody mm -hmm. and i always give this example that when you when you've been to different places in the world you start seeing how other cultures operate and what is you know, ingrained in them and how different it is from what, how you were raised. And for example, when you go to Spain, you can go on a beach and you could see a grandpa with his granddaughter naked on the beach. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just a body, the same way that we look at a hand. You go to the Middle East, <laughs> you'll never see that, you know, chances are, yeah. you know, over there, like, you know, they have their religious beliefs and they feel that that's completely yeah they got their whole body covered yeah. yeah and so they think that it's wrong you know to someone in spain would be like it's a body it's natural it's you know like look at animals in nature they don't wear clothes yeah you know and then the other side would be like well you know you have god and you have morality and you know, you're bringing shame to the family or whatever the case. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't fully understand that no, culture yeah. or know that culture, so I can't really speak on it. But, mm -hmm. you know, just based off of what I see. But nobody knows what the hell's going on. You know, we don't. We don't we really don't. We can try to come up with our stories really, to make us feel better about. <laughs> you can really be the host of the show. That's, you sound just like me. <laughs> I swear. That's I, a Chris. But Chris and Christina, look at no, but I, it's funny because, you know, just a year ago when I started the show, um, I started it because I thought I had the answers. And I was just like, oh, I was so into like the politics. I was just so caught up still and just I was coming across the information and I thought that was like the answers. I was like, oh, I got some shot. I know what's going on. And then I started doing the show. And then you know, I do I drop every week. So I'm just talking to so much people, just uh, just just gaining new perspective and just taking different information from different people. And then and I'm at the point where just like 
You're not supposed to have the, have, have the answers. You're not supposed to figure it out. Life's all about just, it's like, it's, like you said, it's your reality. You create what you want. And it, when you focus on your inner matrix, when you focus on just your bubble, it, it doesn't transcend to the outer matrix and it'll make the world a better place. That part. We're trying to make the better, everyone's trying to make the world a better place and they still their world ain't even, ain't even good. They're, it's not even fixed. They're not even dealing with their world. Stop trying to fix everybody else's world when your world ain't right. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what. And once you start focusing on your matrix and your reality, the outer reality is going to become even a better place. But everyone's, we're all, cons- like, I tell people this. Everyone's perception of reality is based off a screen. It's based off of a screen. Your phone or your TV or your laptop, it's all based off of a screen. Like, we don't know what's going, like, yeah, it's so easy to say something's happening over here, but you're not over there. Like, you're, 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 you're investing your emotions. Some, you're, like, people <laughs> invest their emotions in, in something that they can't even grasp. Like, what? Like for what? But that's obviously, I mean, I get it. I, that's what they're trying to do. They want to keep harvesting, harvesting your loot, your loose, your energy, and just keep you in this, in this, uh, this fear-based mentality with the propaganda and everything. So that's why I was just like, I'm out. Because it takes you away from your power. But, I mean, you know all this. I mean, if you were to ask me, I, I don't know, I went through... I feel like I've lived like so many lives, but right around like 9-11, that was my first kind of like, wait, something, something's not adding up. And I was, I was in my early twenties and then I met somebody who, who started talking to me about like, you know, what happens with the tunnels and the kids and the government. And I was one of those. Yeah. And it was so, and I look back and I'm like, that's mad. Why would I tell the people to look at this shit? Yeah. And I, I went that's that's what started me on the path of getting away from materialism because I used to be so focused. My mom used to work three jobs. Like we, like I said, we lived in Santa Ana. Like it wasn't the best place. Um, you see it now. It's all like downtown you know, market yeah. popping. Like, oh, hey, shout out to Skyler because you got the you got the yep. vegan markets yep, popping out exactly. there for sure. <laughs> but um, you know, so I was like, this is, that'll never be my life. Like I dropped out in seventh grade and I used to go like catch the bus and go to Crystal Court and just watch rich people. Like just wow. w- like watch how they would walk, how they would talk, what the clothes smelled like, like all of it, just absorbing it. And I was like, I'll never struggle the way that, that my mom did. Um, and so I just wanted material success. And so I had like all these dreams of yachts and Maseratis and then that person like totally just put me on a different trajectory but I got depressed for almost like two years because it like it shattered my construct like Mm. you know and I was like well then what's it for like if the world's so evil like you know why why are why are we even like dealing with life yeah (laughs) doing life so anyways so then um pulled myself together and then (laughs) you start you know you you start you start doing like the inner work and you start moving in that direction. And but I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just, now. And, and, and then you have like all these questions and you're never going to find the answers. Cause there's layers on top of layers on top of layers on top of layers. And it all depends on where you are with your frequency. Cause everything's like a radio and you know, every conspiracy yeah, and everything exists. Every possibility yeah. exists. You just have to tune into it. Yep. I mean, if you want to see unicorns, get on the right frequency. You'll see them. Yeah, that's like, a bar. You know? Get on the right frequency. Yeah. And, you know, and that's and that's why, you know, all the news plays all this crap and stuff, because it keeps your frequency yep. low. And that's what you see. And you live in fear and it just perpetuates that cycle and you don't get out of it. But if you you know, 
focus solely on what you want and not on what you don't want because what you resist persists. So if mm. if you don't want war, you know, not that you're not aware of it and that you're, you know, blind to it or you're ignoring it or whatever, but focus on what you do want. Just like just like when you start working out or building muscle, you know, you put all of your energy on doing what's right and making sure you're being consistent and, mm-hmm. and have this idea of what you want to accomplish. And, you know, you're just moving towards your goals. You don't, you're, you're not going to go get, you know, junk food. You're not going to go do all these because you're so set on your goals. And then once you start moving in that direction, all the good things come from it. The energy, you know, you start feeling better about yourself, looking better, attracting more people. <laughs> Is it hard for you to stay on that frequency, though? Hell, yeah. Well, it, I'm human. And I, don't, I don't justify like that, but there is times where I not go back to my old ways, but I just I like I I got into the crystals, right? I got into the tarot. I got into the astrology and the numerology. I was keeping up with it. I was doing things on certain certain times because of the, the astro- yeah, astrological yeah, yeah. time. And then it gets like to a eh, eh. But it's like I don't know. No, it's, hell it's, yeah. It's, it's, I, I go, you know, it's it's a process. The matrix is just being, it just be matrixing so hard sometimes. And like <laughs> these bills and this money, has like that. It's very <laughs> gets you like frustrated. Yeah. This. And we have to, we have to like break the programming. But, yes. you know, um, my life is damn near perfect when I'm focused, when mm. I'm focused and I stay focused and I meditate and I, you know, keep my goal at the forefront of my mind and I do it with the right intention. Um, I'm really good at manifesting. Like if I focus, I can make people come to me. I can, it's weird. Like it, I can manifest, (laughs) but I have to focus on it. And if I just go on default mode, um, you know, that's when, that's when the issues start popping up and, and then, and when you're doing so much like I am, it's, it, you really have to, find time for yourself to do that and that's what I struggle with because I get so like focused on what I'm doing that I forget about myself and I've put on so much weight since I started this I've you know the same thing with like just physically taking care of myself I get so consumed with what I'm doing that you know especially the first year almost like clockwork every six months I would just shut down and have to take like a week off and I would keep like the blinds closed, wouldn't answer phones, have like food brought to me because I just give so much of myself. And that's not that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because when you do have balancing, you do have time to focus on yourself. It it's not that big of a struggle. Like so it's almost like, why are you being so damn hard headed? You already know the formula. Mm-hmm. But because we're so programmed to, you know. We have to work. We have to do this. We have to do that. We have to, you know. Yeah. Everything's dependent on all these things. It's Time like, really controls us. It's so crazy. It's just, and it's it's all just a hologram. Like, yeah. You know, and yeah. that's what we forget because it's so real. Like, mm. you know, no, I'm the creator. Like, <laughs> we're co-creators of this reality. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the co-creator. Like, I should, I should be wielding my magic and having it all come to me. But yeah. You know, but then there's lessons to be learned in that, too. Yeah. You know, am I running from something? Am I, you know, like, where does that come from? So, you know, it's all, it's just a game. It's just a game. It really is. That's that should be just tripping me out. Like, the simulation really be. We like to play, we like to play this game with ourselves. Because at the end of the day, 
when we die. We're what gonna happens? Be, we're souls. We're energy. We're we're just. Energy. What's your thoughts on afterlife? Well, it depends on where your conscious is, because if you haven't leveled up, you're just going to get recycled into this matrix. But I feel like if you actually did the work while you were here and became an ascended master <laughs> while you're here, then, you know, then you got other options. But I don't know. I feel like this is this again, because it's a it's a duality, you know, it's mm -hmm. a prison planet or it's. A playground for you to create the most beautiful experience mm -hmm. ever. and so you can toggle back and forth between those things where it's like you can pretend that you're the victim of this you know reality or yeah. you can be the co-creator of the reality yep. but when you die if you haven't done the inner work and got yourself to a certain place to where i don't know i i've been trying to raise my kundalini forever it, hasn't happened i've tried breathing exercises i've been close but i'm not consistent enough and i feel shout like out the angel course you should look into the angel course shout out to barbie bricks she was on the show too and she talked about her her kundalini course oh i did it i cried yeah yeah i did i didn't wasn't consistent with it. i did it for like a week straight and yeah no i need to i need to get there but i feel like once you get there you can because like i haven't been able to access like that that's the crazy thing about it i'm really good at like manifesting and I know that like I'm guided and all these other things, but I don't have like some sort of conversation with guides or any type of like audio type of thing going on with any guides. Um, mm. I don't have any visions. Um, I don't go into the astral plane. I don't either, though. Yeah. None of that stuff happens for me. But I think spirituality is different for everyone. It is. Absolutely. And that's another thing that you can get hung yeah. up on that you're yep. just like comparing your mm -hmm. experience with other people's experience. I've. I mean, I've kind of gotten to the point to where I've just like let it all go because I'm like at the end of the day, none of that shit matters. What matters is that you're a good person, that you love. The only thing that really you matters sound is like love. Me. That's so crazy. <laughs> like for real, that's how I say it. Like, like, we, like, like numerology, right? Even that, like, yeah, I'm born the day I'm born. But this is based off a of Gregorian calendar. The Roman calendar ain't real. None. It's only real if you, you make it real. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, the what is it? The double sl uh, slit experiment, with the particles. The double slit is but no. Yeah, that anything is possible until like you focus on it, and then once you focus on it, it becomes That's... like real. Mm. Um, I learned about this like a long time ago, but it has to do with like physics and where particles. I don't know. I don't know. Someone sure will tell you about <laughs> it, but what it is, it's basically like until you pay attention to it or acknowledge it, like it's not. It doesn't even exist. Mm. Like nothing exists until, until your until thoughts, you put thought into it. Your yeah. thoughts become reality. Yeah. Actually, that's real for sure. And that's why I think I haven't manifested the Rona, because I was never, it, I ne it was, it never, like I was never scared of it. I ne I knew what time it was from the beginning. So, you know, that's that's another thing too that people forget. Like they have amnesia. Like why were people so scared of it to begin with? Like they forget that they were showing images of people in Asia falling on the street. It's not like one video too. Yeah. They were kept replaying. Yeah. And so then when it came here, where had like like don't people stop to like try to connect things? Like, you know, have you ever seen that happen here? No. Like, okay. And then in in my reality, and I'm not saying that <laughs> that's a that's how I talk to him. My reality, the world ain't crazy. <laughs> no, it's not. Like for real. And then every single person, <laughs> and and granted, I may be blessed, but I deal with a lot of people. Yeah. Like 
thousands of people come into my reality mm-hmm. like every month. Mm-hmm. I touch a bunch of money. I, you know, at my store, like I have to bring the change. Yeah. You know, that gets touched by mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm touching, you know, all sorts of things. Granted, I wash my hands a lot, but, you know, and I do take my vitamins and certain things that, yep. that I do take to try to get my sunshine, yep. stay happy, mm-hmm. think positive, mm-hmm. you know, but every single person that I know and I know a lot of people that have gotten COVID, they're here. Two of them were immune compromised, <laughs> immune compromised, <laughs> yeah. and they um got very sick, but not to the point to where they ended up in the hospital. And I'm not saying that people haven't been to the hospital right. that they haven't died of it, but in my reality, I don't see any of that, and I know a lot of people that have. So I'm the other thing that makes me question everything is like, okay, if that's the case, why the push? Why the push for something? You know, why is the world being turned upside down for something that has that type of a survival rate? Right there. When when something gets put, you know, like if you've ever manipulated anybody and trust me, in my 20s, I was like evil. <laughs> like, you know, so, you know, when you manipulate somebody yeah. like you, you do certain things, say certain things to make certain things happen and you start seeing through all the bullshit. And I don't know, Spells. like, but then again, for those people who are fully emerged in that narrative they're gonna see something completely different they're gonna see people dying they're gonna see you know they're gonna have a very different experience but then again what the hell do i know you know like you know i i have so many contradicting like beliefs because well the reason that they don't take your words because you're not a doctor or a scientist you know what? Though? I'm also not a lawyer and I did all my legal shit. I'm also not a graphic designer. Have or a farmer. My, I'm also not a farmer. And, you know, I've never that is the that is one thing I'm so grateful that I dropped out of school. And I'm not saying that it's right for everybody. Yeah. But m- my personality, I'm so grateful that I dropped out in seventh grade because it made me not have an idea of what what the path was to get to a certain point mm-hmm. i created my own damn path like you know when when you're not indoctrinated <laughs> you know you you don't know any other way other than the way that you you know you use your your logic and you use reasoning and you're like okay i want that how do i get to it without really knowing what the right way is yeah and that has caused me to be able to do all sorts of things because I've shown myself that I'm capable of learning what a doctor learned. I'm capable of learning what a lawyer learned. They're human. <laughs> what gives them authority over something, you know, like, especially now with the internet, everything, thank God for the internet. Like, that store that I have, all based off of YouTube and Google. Like, the same with Vegan Depot. I, I never organized anything (laughs) i'm not an organized person let alone a market you know but everybody should just go do do it just go do it like don't be scared of failing man i have so many people that are like you know i want to i want to i i remember this one lady that was like i have all these ideas for these sandwiches these vegan sandwiches and i'm like do it well i'm worried that this just go do it like sounds like me you know how many times i failed like, I remember I tried starting a vegan market um, way before COVID. It didn't work out. Like, big deal. <laughs> you know, there's there's all sorts of... I have I feel like I have failed 
not everything I've done a few times over, but yeah. I just don't give up. Like that's the one thing that you can't give up, and it's gonna throw you curveballs and all that. But like you said earlier, you gotta flow like water, and you, and you can't really can't get upset at what you can't control. I've had to learn when that's the, the hardest thing yeah, to learn. The first year with that restaurant, I was trying to control like a lot, and I used to be somewhat of a control freak, and that's out the door because you'll make yourself sick. Like I was making myself sick. I couldn't control everything, and you just gotta flow. Flow, <laughs> flow, flow. Word of the day. But I definitely I f- I feel like that because like the only thing that, the only things that are like really real to me are my feelings, my emotions, and um what what I have control over, which is that basically but even, it. But are those even real? Because it's all chemistry. You know, and well, I mean, I can that- well, I can control how I feel. I can I yes. can control if I want to be sad today or if I want to go do something today and make myself feel better. I can control if I want to overeat today or if I want to maybe fast until the afternoon. You know, there's just certain things. That's the, that's the only thing you really have control over. Just your thought, your thoughts, your emotions, and that's it, basically. I don't know if you talk to a like neuropath. Is it not even that? Uh, and then the same with like your gut, like it's all the the mm-hmm. the um. All the like good bacteria and bad and bad bacteria that basically control what you eat. Like, I believe that. No, there was a, I was watching some uh, TED talk. I don't really watch like regular TV mm-hmm. or movies. It's not a documentary or some sort of right. educational or something. But they were talking about how it's your bacteria that dictate like what you're gonna eat. So that's why you need to control your bad mm. bacteria over your good bacteria. Because when you have more good bacteria, then you crave more good things. But the opposite is true. So you have to really, really exercise some self-control if you want to change certain habits because you're being controlled. The parasites. There's parasites. Be talking. Especially if you're eating animals, you're going to, especially fish, you for sure have you parasites. Know, you know why I hate the label vegan? Not, just, not just because of the label. Every time people say you're vegan, they assume you're the healthiest person. <laughs> No, but they do. They do like, oh, you, oh, he vegan. He don't eat that. And it's just like, bro, I eat a lot of carbs, fries. starch, I'm a, yeah, I'm a carb rice, yeah, like soy. Not the best to always consume either. Yeah, that's why. Shout out to Centric Eats. We fuck with the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a raw foodist for three years. You did raw? Mm-hmm. Oh Full-time shit! Full time consuming though, but I felt amazing. And I would run about 10 miles every other day. Like you have to, like you have, you just have so much energy and it's not like, like a fidgety, like a coffee type of energy. It's the cleanest, like, it's just, uh, it's amazing. So you don't cook nothing. Everything's just raw. Everything's raw. I mean, you dehydrate it and you can get it up to a hundred and 114, 116 degrees. It's nothing hotter than that. And that way you keep the enzymes and all that stuff intact, but. Do you know who um Freely Raw is? Uh-huh. Yeah, her her raw her raw should be looking fire. And she making raw burgers and stuff. I'm like, yo, you make the Chris Christina, right? I don't know her real name. The long, long brown hair. Freely Raw. She used to be in the Riverside uh the food court thing. What's it called? Oh, um Jennifer. Jennifer, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah Jennifer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jennifer. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's you know, not not on offense, but she's you know she's older and she she moves quick and everything. Yeah. And I had a whole conversation with her too when I when she was breaking it down because I used to buy juices from her when she first went into the food lab. 
So I'm just like, I've seen the proof. You know, there's a lot of people out here that. You feel so much. Everything just, it's clean feel. Like you wake up, you're not groggy at all. Like you just, bing, you just wake up. You don't need as much sleep. Your emotions are super level. Like the world could be falling apart and you're like, cool. I'll be there when I'll, yeah. you know, I'll fall when it gets yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Your thoughts are much, uh, you just, I don't know. It's <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know that it's for everybody either. Like, again, everybody's, everybody's having a different experience with a different body, with a different mind, with yep. a different background, a different. I love that though. Hell yeah. Would I you want, that. would you want a field of all the same no. damn flower? No. Give me weeds and all of it. Because even the weeds are medicinal. Like even, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good way to look at that's it. That's the, I don't understand where people are like, you know, I want, I want a white America or I want, you know, like, or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm really, really trying hard with these markets too. I don't let any vendors, I shouldn't say I don't let, but. At the market, I don't allow like anything religious, political, even activism, even if I believe in those causes, because I know that there's such thing as cognitive dissonance yep. and people will put walls up instead of them gently experiencing mm-hmm. something and letting allowing themselves to question um, what's going on. They'll immediately put up walls and then defend their beliefs instead of hearing the other person. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I have. I have my feelings about, you know, activism. I feel like it has a place, but I feel the other side of things is equally important. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like anything that divides anybody. Like let people, you know, we all have different understandings. And then again, when you really think about this being a game, like, you know, is there right or wrong? Like it gets into some, some funky stuff. Like I ain't nobody tells anybody else that what they're doing is wrong. And that's why I said earlier, like I can not agree with your lifestyle, but I, I don't you don't have to just change your lifestyle. The thing is people get so uh closed in by your actions yeah. that are ruining the world. Like instead of you know how much more powerful it is to be like my actions mm-hmm. are going to ignite x amount of people yeah that that in my mind has far more reach than you like saying what you're doing is hurting what i'm trying to fix instead of me being like i'm gonna fix what others are trying to hurt because then other people see it and other people yeah like you know i don't know it just has a very different energy behind it mm-hmm. i'm not that was my problem too when I first started getting into like the conspiracy stuff and spirituality because that little conspiracy led me to the spirituality. But I I try to make everybody look at the things the way I looked at it and try to convince them to be on my. It kind of was like I was trying to like, yo, it's like this yeah. or shove it down their throat and it it's that don't. I started ruining so many relationships. I'm like, this is ugly. I, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm not. I'm always mad at people. I'm not trying. I love people. Like, I'm not because <laughs> we never talked about none of this stuff and all of a sudden now we're talking about it. Like nah. So eventually I was able to just like kind of step back and see, oh, I'm doing exactly what they want us to do. Like I'm cool off this. Yeah. It don't matter. Republican, Democrat, left, right. It's all the same. And it all goes back to you. Like if you have an issue with how like if you're either attacking or judging other people, 
that's something in you because when you're coming, you can still fight for what you believe in mm-hmm. in a in a very different way. But if you do it from a place from love, it just has a very different energy and even a in my opinion, a different outcome. But I don't know. It's again, it just goes back to like we don't know anything. Like we don't You just I feel like you just have to give people the medicine through the candy, basically. And that's why I know my 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 space in this in this media game. I know what the spot that's missing because I can't I can make certain things cool in a way. You know, I can a lot of the spirituality, numerology and all this stuff is it has a female like a feminine uh feminine the feminine connotation to it. And I'm more so like, nah, I'm a, I'm gonna tap into I'm gonna do some yoga. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that and it's just you know, I, I'm trying to give people, the younger crowd just a different way of looking at spirituality too. Like you don't got to do it the same way with all of them. You don't got to have the crystals and all that, but Know about your crystals too, though. You know, know about the tourmaline. Know about the amethyst. Know about the quartz. Know about like the properties of the of what these what these crystals can do. Just to know, you know, I, I just I just feel like when you tapped into different crowds too, it's it's more fun. Yes, you learn so much more. Like if you're just hanging out with like the people that are like you, what the fuck are you gonna learn? Right. <laughs> you're not gonna right. be challenged. Right. You're not gonna be. You know, like I uh, love crowds. I have. I have. I have everything in my in my realm, like older, younger, you know, different like income statuses, different beliefs, like everything. Yeah. And I don't I don't trip me, my, me and my best friend, my best friend. um, She literally has like polar opposite beliefs than I do. You know, she's gay. She's, you know she's democratic she's feels very strongly about covid like you know all these things that that we still are best friends because we have so much respect for each other and so much love for each other that you know we agree to disagree and we have very strong opinions about what we believe in for ourselves but you know i'm i don't really i don't know it gets there's so many levels. It's yeah, I guess I guess deep. we can go in circles and in circles and in circles. And like I said, I always I always end up contradicting myself because again, when you think that like there's endless possibilities, you know, you just you're like, none of it matters. It, none of it does. <laughs> none of it does. But people, that, but people say you're insensitive if you think like that. But I'm not. I, I'm I like one of the most sensitive people, and I get that a lot too. But you know, people think that I don't care. No, I care a lot. I just care in a very different way. There it is. And, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, you think that I'm not caring because I'm not caring the way that you care about it, but I care about it just as deeply. And sometimes even more because I've dedicated my life to what I believe in, you know, but I just lead with a very different, you know, very oh. different foot, very different energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I believe you can get more. What is it? More bees with honey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I don't know. It's just good to be a good person. You know, there's no reason to make others feel less than no matter what, because, you know, there's especially in like the vegan community, you know, people forget that there's a good chance that most of us started out eating animal products. Correct. Yeah. We have an emotional tie to those things until we start learning different. Well, you know, some some people did, you know, some people did 
go to vegan veganism due to certain images or certain things like that um knowledge of mm-hmm. what goes on um not me i i'm very i can't i can't even till this day like it's really hard for me to watch those images um i can't even watch like commercials of scary movies like i just don't like like i i, I get yeah. jolted but you know for me it was um for vanity health reasons you know more the health side of things that was me first yeah. yeah and that was that was the first thing that got me interested mm-hmm. in it you know I, I i i didn't really know what was going on i didn't think of it you know it wasn't until i got more into this that i started seeing just how horrific things were um but but it took a while to really make the connection and you know people people will always say like well you know, if you have pets and you love your dogs, but yet, you know, you know these things. And it's like, because there's that, like, those wires are so connected from, like, how you grew up mm-hmm. that you have to almost, like, recondition your brain. And sometimes that takes a lot of love and understanding to help people, like, see a different side of things. Um, and that's with everything, like... You know, I I don't know. You see some people out there that, especially like in the political realm, man, people get like so heated about things, and it blows my mind because you know I'm sure as, as you know that none of that shit makes a difference. Like it's all theater, and they get so like invested, so invested, and it almost like becomes their identity. Like yeah, and you know it's just and you have to like love. You have to love them and understand that they they were probably raised that way, or maybe something negative happened to them that pushed them in that direction where they held on so tightly to that belief system. But again, I just don't know why people can't like people are scared to change their minds because our brains are 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 wired that way. But how come some of like I know maybe not everyone's meant to wake up, but how, but for some of us it's easy to just figure it out right away with a few information given to us. You know, you can really lay it out step by step for someone and they'll still be like, "Nah. It's not like I that." I don't know. You know, I I I've had this conversation a couple times um with different people where the people that like get it maybe has to do with we're just older souls, you know. Maybe maybe some of them are babies still and have some some you know soul yeah uh, and maybe they just have different lessons to learn and maybe we've just played this game enough times to know that that shit ain't real like you know I'm about to win this game <laughs> you know me and and that's really the only way to explain it because you you can show people hard facts yeah what what you think are facts but then again what exactly exactly but like you you show them information and they're just they can't see it they just cannot see it and so if you keep trying to show that person the same shit and think that you're gonna get like you're just you're just wasting your time and they don't start caring until it affects them directly it has to it has to yeah it really has to yeah i mean that there's a lot of things that you know I didn't care about until it affected me directly, you know, but that's why I love pain. Like people run from pain. Pain is my best friend. Mm. Pain is what has led me, you know, away from things to things has 
taught me so much, has made me stronger, like all through pain. Like mm. pain I wish that people would like know that pain is just a catalyst to something beautiful most of the time. Like mm. if, if you allow it to, you know, if you allow it to teach you. Everybody runs from pain. They don't like any discomfort. It's like, how the hell are you ever gonna grow? Yeah. Like accountability either. Nothing. No, no responsibility. Let the doctor give them their diagnosis. And oh, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna die. Like, <laughs> no, go, go do so. <laughs> Who are they? Like, you know, you're, you're. Uh, I don't know. It gets frustrating, yeah. But then you get you get to a place where it's just like you, you know gotta what? love them. Yes, yes, love them. Yes, yes. That you, you have to love. You have to love them. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna go crazy. Like. Trust me, I'm because I see certain people. You know, I was that person too when I came across conspiracy stuff that I would just send every, every everything to everyone and just be like, I was depressed too. You come across the pedophilia stuff, the satanic, yeah. you know, the, all that stuff. It's just like, man, what the fuck going on in the politics? Like, you start believing all the the emails from Hillary. You start believing all this shit, and I was telling people to look into frazzle drip and all this shit. I'm like, and then I look back, and I don't even know that was real or not. Like that could be all entertainment as well. It could all be distraction too. I'm not saying the child trafficking isn't real because I, like, it could for sure be a thing. But it was it is it to the level that I think it is, or that I'm being convinced that it is. I don't know. I really don't know. And the other thing too is that okay, let's say that it is real. What do you do? What is your anger and frustration doing about it? Like other than sharing the information. But even if you share the information, how are you really like making? How are you? How are you changing it? Yeah. Like, so all you can do is you be the best you like work hard on find what you're passionate about that. And, you know, just serve, serve others. Like there's, there's nothing more, more. For, it's all about serving others. Like that's the key. You think that's what we're here Hell for? Yeah. Just to help each yes, other out? Yes. Help us get to where we're going. Like, you know, where just, are we going though? to the other side? Crossing that rainbow bridge. <laughs> it's like it's like the whole QAnon shit. It's like where we go, when we go off, and it's like where we going though. Yeah, like, where, where, where is going? that place? We go the gulags, you know? Like where we going? <laughs> no, I think it's. I mean, there's something so fulfilling about no matter no matter if it's at your expense, knowing that you're making a difference in somebody else's life, and we have it so backwards where society has us so sold on me 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 like mm-hmm. i have i'm getting this for me i'm mm-hmm. doing this for me like i'm gonna take from you so i could have more for me and where what is what does that lead to though like what does that do for you you go home and you're probably miserable you go home and nobody cares about me nobody loves me like you know people think that you know, i have haters well you have haters because you know not for the right reasons because i have haters too but like <laughs> you know not because I'm taking from others, like they just hating. They just need to go love themselves some more, like Jeez. you know, go. But love, 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 love. That's you can't go wrong with love. love. <laughs> no, it's true though. Love, that's like the main ingredient. Always, always, and the best, like the the best frequency and channel to be on. 
But it's a lot of you people out there that get me out of that frequency. And I'm not saying like we're human. Like I'm not saying that it's always going to be kumbaya and, and like, trust Big me. facts. Yeah. Like no. you said, duality. Yeah. You have a darkness in you. You have the light yes. and you have both. You just have to tame it. Because yes. your ego, people always talk about ego death and get ready. Nah, your ego saves you a lot of times. Your ego can save and you a lot of times. And it also pushes you sometimes. And so it's not, you got to make it your friend. Like. Make your shadow your friend. Yeah. Like, you know, love, love is a very powerful. Make your shadow your friend, yeah. Yeah, love is a very powerful emotion, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be shit that triggers you. And trust me, like, I I love everybody, but sometimes there's something in me that I need to work on that you really aggravated that, you know, I have to take a step back and be like. <laughs> That's me every day, though. <laughs> so, no, I. Especially I at this new job in I'm out. Yesterday I got so heated. I'm like, why am I here? I already got the beer. I don't need this job. I already got one. <laughs> yeah, and then if you if you sit with it and you let yourself like process it, you'll probably find out that it's something that probably wasn't even related. Like I just let little small things trigger me. And I don't like to be like it takes a lot I'm, for me to tri- be triggered, but when I get triggered, I'm, I'm explosive and same. that's that's my problem. Like I can I can let a lot slide, lot, you know, I'll let it go, let it go. And then there's that one. I'm growing. One too many times where I just lose my shit. And, and then I get mad at myself because I'm like, like, you know, why did I let that happen? Because at the end of the day, I know that person is either hurt or is yeah. or is dealing with their own shit yeah. way more than they they, they could do to yeah. me. Like, you know, and if I would have just sent them love. <laughs> so, you know, it's a process. That's no one's fucking perfect. That's for damn sure. I know I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I came out very imperfect, and I will go very imperfect. And perfection isn't even my aim. My aim is really just to help others. Like that's that's now my. You know, I don't care how I do it. I don't care if I do it right, wrong, as long as I do it. Like so, and I think that. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> that fulfills you. That fulfills me. That makes me. That's really good. Happy. That's good. And you, you became you became vegan like a long time ago, or on and off. Uh, I started. It's funny. I still have the book. I did a post about it a while ago, but there was this. I used to live in San Diego when I was in my twenties, and uh, I lived in University Heights. And the downstairs neighbor was always eating a salad. Every time I saw her eat, she was eating a salad. And I was busy drinking and, you know, (laughs) doing all sorts of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. And so I asked her, I'm like, is that all you eat? Salads? (laughs) (laughs) You sound like that too. I was drunk, huh? Is that all you eat? Salads? (laughs) Oh, my God. I spent, like, at least six out of seven days a week drunk. I don't know how. Having Getting pregnant with my son, I think, saved me from being an alcoholic. I used Mm. to party my ass off. But yeah, she gave me this book called There's No Incurable Disease- Diseases by Dr. Richard Schultz, who's an herbalist. And I read this book and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like it was talking about fasting. It was talking about enemas. It was talking about cold and hot showers. And I was all this is some far out there stuff. But it was fascinating. I was I had never heard anything like that before. It was just so out there. And I love things that are out there. Like, yeah. All that type of stuff interests me. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Cool. And um. I kept it all these years, like almost 30 years I've had that damn book. Oh, and um, But anyways, that just planted a seed. Not that I changed right away, but it planted a seed. 
And then my son's, uh, my son's father, like, you know, he, he grew up with parents that, you know, that were into like Anne Wigmore and, you know, books on, on Rejuvalec, which is like a, a water that, a fermented water and like fasting and that type of stuff. So it was fermented water, like milk. So no. you get wheat berries, like the seeds from wheat, wheat berries, and you put them in water and you let them ferment. And, and then it's almost like the same thing you do with kombucha. So you're basically creating was, good bacteria. Oh, it's good for you then? Yeah. Okay. And so it almost tastes like a little bit like lemon water, mm. but it's good for you. It has a lot of probiotics. And uh, so I did my first fast, my first 30-day fast. And after that... 30 days? Mm-hmm. Just like that? I've done a few. Cold, cold turkey, though? The first one? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Just cold. just water or juice or nothing. No, I did the 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 master cleanse. So the mm. maple syrup, lemon juice, oh. and water. And oh, I was shit. and I was doing salt water flushes. So this was well, my son's eighteen, so this was it was a little while ago. Um, but the salt water flushes, so you get water, a liter of water, and you put sea salt in it mm-hmm. and it tastes like ocean water and you drink that. And then about thirty minutes later, whoosh. You're completely cleaned out. <laughs> colonic. It was it's colonic. similar, colonic, but I mean. yeah, colonic. But um, those were intense. Those were disgusting. Make you want to throw up. But I want to get one, but it's still very. Yeah. Well, the colonics aren't bad. There's no, don't hurt. No, they just do the stretch. Or... They just no? lube up the tube, stick it. But the stretch. I'm scared about that. No, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, like, I I'm don't just even... being real. No, yeah, no, I know. But um, you can, you can go get uh, like the, the, what is it? Like the, yeah, colonic. You go and it's like this table. It's almost like you're getting a pap smear, <laughs> which you would know nothing about. But you sit I seen, there. <laughs> like, the, I've seen the videos of how to do and it. And then there's this little tube and it's thinner than this. And then they just. You, they'll even like leave you in the room and you put like the lube on the tube, ah, stick it up your butt, ah. and then <laughs> and then you turn the water on. And what sucks is when the water is cold because you can feel it like going like all the way up. Do you feel like throwing up or no? You there's you can feel a little nauseous, but not really. Um, but you can feel a little nauseous, and then you just chill. It's like a roller coaster, huh? A little bit. <laughs> no. But it's not it's it's not anywhere near as bad as it sounds. Yeah. You just chill there and then when you're done, you're done. And then if you do it, I would highly recommend making sure you get some good probiotics because you're also getting rid of good probiotics. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I did my first thirty day fast and that got me on my little, you know, health journey and I got into learning raw recipes and all this other stuff. And um so yeah, it was when was the last time you had meat or animals? It's about seven, eight years. A while. And then, actually, I'm lying. It, was, it should have been three, but the other day I had two chicken wings. <laughs> and it's been, and I like, I went through like periods, but again, because it wasn't necessarily for the animals at the time, you know, like, when you don't tie it to the animals, it's much easier to like fall off the wagon because in your mind, it's like diet. Right. But once once you cross over to understanding like everything that goes on behind the scenes, then it becomes a much more like, yeah, it's crazy. You can't. uh -uh. It's nasty. Yeah. So it's nasty. It's so gross. So yeah, I can. Yeah. I have those two wings, but 
That's probably all I've had, but I'm not gonna lie, it was it was good just because I just missed that ripping it off the bone. Cause even the vegan wings, like they're good, don't get me wrong, taste wise, but as soon as you take a bite off the little stick, it, the whole soy meat come off. And it's like, bruh. They're good. They're bomb, they're <laughs> flavored, but I need to like just I just needed it a little bit. And I I I my, I told my homie, I'm like, I'm gonna get some from you real quick. I got like two of them. And I'm like, it's solid, but I didn't I didn't have them and just the next day I'm gonna go get some wings again. Like, nah, like I don't see myself just I can't go back to eating the way I used to eat at all. There's no way. There's no way. It's nuts. It's not it's not like, you know, back when like I mean, I'm not so tied to like my native heritage, but you know, knowing that back when there was like hunters and gatherers and it was like your life versus yeah. that animal's life and then when you took that life, you respected it and now like it's just so perverse the fact that they like what were they saying? Something like it's just we've mutated these animals mm-hmm. to where they're not animals. They're a product. And whoever's creating these things for them, it's a product and a number and a profit. But for that animal, like that animal feels and it thinks and it like they farm fish. Dude, fish think too. Like fit like fish, fish have their personalities they had you ever watch that uh the oct- no the octopus uh is my oswald teacher? no the oct- oswaldo the purple oh octopus? no <laughs> no there's oh. a there's a documentary this guy did where he um kind of had a relationship with an octopus where he uh the octopus and and him became i guess like friends yeah but just um him documenting the octopus and just to see like its personality and just you know the like it forms thoughts like it's any i truly believe that even insects and plants and anything that's conscious has its own way of i mean plants are telepathic like you know so you can get into some you can can go down the rabbit hole with all of that too but you know because uh, some people say that the meat eaters be like, well, plants got feelings too, and you're killing them. But they don't have a nervous system the way that an animal does. And, you know, it's like, really, you're going to compare a carrot to a freaking cow? Like, come on. Like, lamest argument ever. But <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go that way, though. Because it benefits their, they you know, it, but it's, it's the saddest, like, argument. Like, come up with something. When I realized I was able to have conchas vegan, I didn't go back. I was like, "Oh, this is easy. This is cake. This is cake." Because <laughs> the very the the first pizza I ever had was Amaro. That was a, that was a twenty seven oh pizza. Yeah, I had it when he used to be at the Rancho locations. Try the poppers. Those poppers. No, the deep dish. The deep dish over everything. Water. Water's my friend. <laughs> go, you're fasting right now. <laughs> oh, that pizza's delicious. But um, who's your favorite v- vendor? Food wise, food wise. This is like asking me which one's my favorite kit. I only have one son, but okay, top three. Like you have to get every time you're at the depot, or you just make your rounds to everyone and get some. Honestly, like all the vendors are amazing. I really, really, really like that. Well, vegan hooligans has a burger that's really good. And then man-eating plant. Oh yeah, their wontons. Oh, the, the whole one, menu, the, the garlic time, noodles. Yeah, one time I drove. Even though I have them at my market every two weeks, I drove to Munchies, 
and spent like 80 bucks. Even though, because <laughs> yeah. those wontons are just ridiculous. And I like the garlic noodles too, but not like I like the wontons. I like the homemade And the bows. The bows. Those are pretty bomb too. Yeah. No, yeah, those are, oh, those are fire. Fire, yeah. fire, fire. And then, let's see. I don't know. It's all good. Like leftover beef swings, the smoky ones. Never had them. Mm. Never had them. Get you the fucking chicken wings. I don't even go. <laughs> I ha- I have stopped to <laughs> the craving, and that's why I had them because I was craving them for like a minute. It was like a whole ha- like a year and a half where I I kept saying like I really want some wings, but I just I just felt guilty having them, and I don't like when I do that either though. I don't like when it's like, bro, just give your body what it's telling you you want. But I get caught up in this whole. Oh, I'm gonna kill my streak. Like I'm gonna eat meat again. Like, what if I like it? And I start just being easy on myself again. That's why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so though I I avoided it until the homie he had some and I was eating my pizza right next to his and I was like, yo, bro, let me get some meat. I love a Maro pizza next to it. No, I went to like a regular pizza spot. Just got no cheese, you know, just veggies <laughs> on it. Hey, I I I'm gonna eat vegan where I'm at, wherever I go. I don't care if they don't have no options or not. I'm gonna figure. One time I went to a steakhouse oh, yeah. and I, I ate vegan. Yeah, no, I. Everyone me. looked at me crazy. No, they do. There's been times where you're just like, whatever vegetables you have, no sauces on them. And some fries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to get. Even though they're fried in the chicken grease and all that, but I usually create my own like items when I go to Korea. They hate me, but I'm like, I don't care like what you charge me, just. You know, I see that these ingredients are in here. But how do you know they really follow through, though? You don't. That's I know. What's, that's see? What's, but see, here's the... And this is where you can go down another rabbit hole. Like, there's layers and layers. <laughs> and there's... Life's and, a rabbit hole. And this is why I don't believe that anybody can be, like, a purist with with anything. Because even, even veganism, the vegetables that are commercially produced, mm-hmm. there's mice, snakes, insects, all sorts of stuff. Granted, it's not a cow. So, like, you just have to, like, do the best that you can. Because you can't can't be black and white with anything unless you're, like, growing your own damn food. Mm -hmm. Unless you're, you know, so you just have to do the best that you can with what you got. As long as your intentions are what you're aiming them to be. You got to live with you. Like. Yeah, you you do. You do. And, you know, it's, it's. You just try to do the best that you can because you like everything's tainted, I guess. If you're it gonna, is, yeah. if you're gonna go that route, like, it is everything the sky, <laughs> like you know, the soil that's another that's one of my next projects fixing this damn soil because we've killed our soil, it's dead. They say that something a lot like, of stuff's dead, no, it's dead. Well, even the um, I mean, they're getting us through every area of life. The water's contaminated. Edu- but it's our fault. It's it's all t- like like we can't even say they because we let they happen. Like you know, true, true. Like there's so m- I have I have all these projects. I just need. I'm telling you, it's my resources. But you know, I want to. I want to get like a team that will go knocking on people's doors for like a city like a like a residential block and find out like if they're interested in you grow this i'll grow this you grow that Mm. and everybody does just like you don't have to have a full garden just take care of enough of that one plant for your neighbors and that way they have their own little grocery garden within that place and then like one day a week like they go and 
you know, or they could leave it at the front door or whatever. Or if you want to get into like, you know, and it's people always have something to say about everything, even if you're trying to like do good things, never be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I've I've even considered like, well, what if, you know, at some point, like I buy 20 acres and I start these like, you know, shopping centers that aren't shopping centers, but they're more like community building sites and you know we can have gardens there and then we bring in people that have like addictions and that are homeless or whatever that want to do something with their life or want want help um and then once they show some consistency then partner them with a homeowner we put a little tiny house in the mm-hmm. back and then they have a place to say that's that stay that's safe and clean and you know all this other stuff they now have the skills to help work the garden and it's not like you know now that person owns a homeless person that's their yeah. partner but you know it's like a little jump off to where mm-hmm. they can then grow to something else but then that person has some clean you know produce and then just those types of things we just have to rethink things like, yeah you know but no you know everybody's that's really that's why it's energy though you're trying to build you're trying to build and just just create with people because and you need a team to build with and you're you're gonna bring the people together it's gonna be you you're gonna be leading it yeah, it's hard. It's it's that's that's the hard part finding finding like a good team. And then I have trust issues, <laughs> you know. I and then not everyone sees the vision that you have. That. That's the hardest part, actually. Fi- finding the individuals that actually see it and let you lead it. And there's like, I trust you, and there's gonna be something, and we're gonna make something happen. And also understanding that I'm just a fucking human. Like I don't have all the answers all the time. Like I just have the vision. Like so I'm gonna mess things up. I'm not gonna, you know. Like, and I'm not necessarily a leader. I'm just somebody that has the ideas. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to lead anyone. I want to inspire people, but I don't want to lead anybody. I hate, I hate being micromanaged and I hate micromanaging. Like, true, true. You know, but I do want to inspire people, but, you know, I do need help, but I also have like trust issues. And I also don't like even trusting myself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And, you know, people don't talk about this stuff when, like, I think people are maybe now starting to talk about it a little bit more. But, like, being a small business owner is so isolating at times. And it's so, like, it's very, very difficult. And then you also, when you're dealing with the general public, like, like my intentions really are good. Like, they, I really do want to help other people. But you have so many, I have, like, so many people that want to criticize everything and want to, like... um there's way more grateful people and appreciative people than there are the ones that like have a lot to say, but it's like, I'm just a person. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to do what's right, but I can't do right for everybody. Yeah. Like I just can't, um, I'll try, but I'm going to fail. Honestly, like, you just have to do right for you. Well, I do, I do try to do what's right for other people. Um, more so than I do for no, me. I don't think you should though. That's just me. Probably not, but I, I don't, I don't require much. I really don't like, I don't need a lot to make. I don't, I don't, I don't need other people to make me happy. I'm happy. No, you, you don't, you can't you like, can't, you, you know, I don't, happy. I don't need people to, I don't like, I have a 2002 Toyota Tacoma that's beat up. As a matter of fact, like I have trash cans in the front seat and then I have tables in the back and it's just loaded up with, it's like a trash can. 
on wheels. <laughs> and then, you know, I just recently moved into an 800 square foot house from that little 475 square foot place. I was paying 800 bucks a month. So <laughs> now I pay way more, but you know, now my son's living with me, so he needs his own room. Yeah. You know, but um, I don't require much. So a lot of what I do is just for others. But you know what's cool? I just had that market in San Diego and it wasn't to my standards, but everybody was so like, that was an amazing market, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And here I feel like I do so much more <laughs> for like these to where in my mind, I'm like, that was a bitching market. And then we still get like so, so many people that have so much to say. Like from the, like the vendors opinions or the no mainly like the people? There? No, not the vendors. The vendors, the vendors have always been amazing. And for them and a good portion of the people that that go um, also love the markets, but there's about five percent that are always in my inbox, like you know, should have this, you should have that, and it's like everything that goes on behind these. It's even a small miracle that they exist because it's like when you go through the permits and everything, like just it's crazy because outside looking in, like from my perspective, going to these things, I'm like, oh, this is well organized, they got some shit popping, but then you just explaining how hard it is, even just. It's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's and then to do that a couple times over with just you and one other person, like it's insane. It's insane. Oh, the frustration. Like, dealing with the city sometimes. That's where the team comes in handy though. Even if you had like two more people, maybe. Oh no, the this this guy named Ernesto who who's mm-hmm. now like um the uh, uh co host for the only one that I have that's like all mine has been um Corona, and then when I started LA, these ones were going half and half with everything, because now we can like, he's really good at like the operational side of things. I'm really good at like bringing everybody together. Yeah, and um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, no, it's it's intense. It gets it gets crazy. The stuff that the hoops that we have to jump through, and I truly believe that you know things are being put in place to shut small businesses down. Oh, for sure. So it's gotten even crazier my restaurant at organic junkie i have everything open you can see everything that we're making we don't have we have one two-door fridge so we can't store a bunch of stuff in there i have to go stock it you know two three times a week because we go through stuff so fast so things can't really you know it's not like you have meat spoiling or things going bad or anything like that um one time i had my 72 inch prep table that went down um, but then we threw everything out and started over again. And it's kind of like, now I'm on probation. Why? Like, because I didn't have a self-closing mechanism on the bathroom door. I needed to put a, a panel like where my three compartment sink is between the rack and, um, the sink when it's like, you guys open me with, uh, without those things, like the health department has to go, like when you're going to open up mm-hmm. a restaurant, they go and inspect everything and make sure that it's like, right. So. Why'd you open me then? And now you're finding like all these extra things, like it's just crazy stuff like that. So now I pay $200 every other visit for Lumicon for six months. It's just like, why? Like you guys should be trying to help restaurants right now. Not yeah. trying to give them more stuff to worry about. You're not about. McDonald's. We're not helping you. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's the other thing too, with like inflation and everything else that's going on right now. And, um, it's kind of like, that's why I feel like even though time is a construct, it's kind of like 
I need to get these things going quick so that we can make it past whatever's coming. Hypothetically speaking, what do you assume might happen? Well, I think it might be temporary, but um, there's been cargo ships out at sea for weeks that haven't been able to make it into the port. From this side of things, you see vendors that are running that can't get certain items. Mm -hmm. I know at the restaurant, like I'm closed this week because things are just getting too crazy. Um, also, my my son's gone and I don't have time to deal with the restaurant right now, but um, like I can't get paper straws anymore. I can't get my uh, I can't get my compostable bowls. There's a lot of items that you're starting to now I have to get some of my fruits retail because I can't get them wholesale. Um, so the supply chain is breaking down for sure. And it's apparent gas is going up. So all these things, when your profit margin is like this, you know, all these things happening, like it's 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 gonna have an effect. Yeah. So the small businesses that are still standing from the start of 2020 like i don't know i don't know what's going to happen with them in the next year or two if like we're barely holding on you know so if we're barely holding on and it's going to get worse <laughs> then what happens and it's a 22 year next year i'm just saying that's when the magic happens i'm just saying it's a massive destroyer year i'm saying no it's gonna it's gonna it has to fall apart yeah, it has to. like it has to get worse before it gets better so you know, you like it's. Why do you think you're here right now, going through what what we're going through right now? I always think about that. Like, why did my soul decide to come back during these times and experience this? What's going on? Well, if it's anything like, let's say, a reset, and let's say we have where it goes in cycles, where you know, if you believe that you know there was. A period where everything was, you know, when Atlantis was, you know, there and everything was great and mm -hmm. technology was like super advanced and that got destroyed. And then came this period, was it the Pisces? Age of Aquarius. No, that's what we're in now. Right. Before, Before Pisces, yes. Mm -hmm. And it was all like, you know, domination and, you know, all this other stuff and polarity and. Now we're through this cycle. Now it's going back to like the good cycle. But this old one has to break down. And maybe it's something where it's like it teeters on the edge of whether it's going to go into the good one based off of like how many souls disrupt this matrix. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. My answer is I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. I'd just be having certain thoughts like, damn, why do like I was telling my mom the other day, like, mom, why do you think like we're all connected in this lifetime? Like, why do you think? And I even asked one of my guests this, and he gave me he he gave me a, such a dope response, and I I was just like, damn, I didn't even think about that, think about it like that. And he said, well, you should be happy that you, you at least have a family you're going through this with. He goes because I'm alone, like I don't have family like that, just me and my wife. He goes, so if you, if you are going through all this, what you're going through right now with your family, you should you should be happy and blessed. And I'm like, damn, bro, you fucked me up because. I when we were trying to figure out why, you know, I'm trying, I'm going with it yeah. with my mom, but it's like, bro, at least you're going. Who cares about the why yeah. you got them. <laughs> yeah, you're going through it with somebody, not alone. 
Like a lot of people are lonely right now, depressed, and you know, it's 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 crazy. Dude, everybody needs mushrooms. <laughs> no, seriously, mushrooms are gonna save the world. Yeah. I believe it. Like they will. You know, they they now have figured out that mushrooms can like. I definitely have some stock in MD and that. I just mind med. Yeah, no. Um, definitely. I just did a like I guess a full dose, like a dose where you would hallucinate. Ego death. Quote unquote. No, I didn't go that far. Go it was far? more just a, oh, everything's brighter. Like, you know, it was, I'm, I've had to do, a, it's so funny because I haven't been a, okay. So my drug history. <laughs> <laughs> so I had always tried to make myself a pothead. Like it just never worked out for me. <laughs> uh-huh. I would get paranoid. Um, It just, but I'd always try like yeah. even knowing damn well that it wasn't going to be a good experience. Um. And so then I started microdosing mushrooms and there's something about uh, something about that that then got me to the point to where I could smoke weed and I was doing it for meditation. So when I would smoke, I was able to go deeper into my meditation Mm. and I was also able to deal uh, like I was able to take myself back to like some childhood trauma Mm. and kind of fix some of that stuff. And so but then it started hurting my lungs. So then I just stopped. But I kept with the microdosing the mushrooms. And then my son, who just turned 18 today. Um, it's so funny because one of my employees, uh, it's the people that I had been around. There was a lot of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this this other like. Anyways, so he was like, I want to do them. And I was just like, eh, I don't know. You're not 18 yet. And. I was like, all right, well, if you do them, I'll do them with you. And so there we go. (laughs) And we don't know either of us what to expect. But I thought, you know, I've done enough research on these to know that it's not like a recreational drug. You can't get addicted to it. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of medical benefits. Um, So I was like, all right, cool. So it was really, it was like a really good bonding experience. Um, It was so funny because there's a park right next to my house. and we were at this park. It's nighttime, and we're walking the dogs. I'm walking the dogs, and it's very well lit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go sit down because I want to take this all in." And I was like, "All right, well, these dogs are crazy. I'm gonna keep walking them." And so I'm on the other side of the park, and he starts walking towards me. And my son, he's like six three, thin, blue eyes, long, light brown hair, brown hair, and he looked like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the like just the pace of his walk and like his hair it was like strands of gold and he was just the most beautiful purest thing I had ever seen mm-hmm. and I was like he's he's the answer to all of the world's problems like you know that level of because my son not that he's innocent but he has a very innocent quality to him mm-hmm. and he's just an amazing human. Right. And, uh, but then we went home and I remember it's so funny the way that we think, but I went home and I remember I was on Facebook and I read something cause I'm a, like some Ascension group on Facebook mm-hmm. and it said something like, I felt like I was being pulled out of my body and I'm like, Oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's happening. Like, you know, people are ascending and I'm going to get left behind. I got to go meditate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm meditating and I was just like seeing all this like just purging, purging, purging. Mm. Not not from me. It was like the world purging. Mm. And I was like, what the hell? 
And then I remember having this really like this thought that was like, you're not going to ascend because you're here to transmute the shit of the world. And I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> so that was my experience with mushrooms. Haven't, done it. Haven't done it since, but I'm still microdose. Yeah, it's crazy how you don't like crave it like that. No, it was, uh, I, I, I did it more just, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really curious about that. I did DMT once and mm, that, and that right there. That. Oh yeah. No, I, um, I was probably like around 35 and it was. But you, you, you broke through as they say. Yeah. 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 Cause, uh, I waited for three other people to go before me because I was like, I am not playing with like, like I need to make sure that these people survive. Like, um, so I did it and I didn't know that you were supposed, like I did it thinking that I was like smoking like weed or from like a bong or whatever and like held it in my lungs instead of like exhaling. And I like passed out with it in my lungs. So next thing I know, what the hell? yeah, next thing I you know, ghosted. I feel like I'm like choking or dying. Like I can't like everything became so overwhelming and so disoriented. And I remember I'm like, I'm fucking dying. Like I have to be dying. This this is just so. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm turning into molecules. <laughs> like my face is turning into molecules and I'm seeing myself like dissipate and I'm like trying to like conceptualize a thought, but that's like going away. <laughs> and then I'm just like molecules. And the next thing I know, I'm like just in this like black room and I see Minotron's cube and I didn't know shit about sacred Ooh, geometry. Wow. Like, I didn't know nothing about yeah. that stuff. But then I see it contracting and expanding and all of the scenes of my life are in this thing. And as it contracts, it's the emptiest, darkest feeling, one that I've never experienced. And then when it would expand, it was the opposite. I was feeling like bliss yeah. on a level that I've never experienced. Wow. And the same thing with sounds, colors, anything that my senses like are here for. It was from like different realms. It was just on a different spectrum. That's fire. So then, um, yeah, it was almost like, and then I could see like, like there was no, like there was just like 360 vision. Like I knew what was going on over there. I knew what was going on over here. Yeah. I was everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I was God or whatever. Like I was just everything. Like God, God didn't even exist. It was just, Jeez. you're everything. And after that, I've just lost any interest in, I'm like, I have all the, like, you know, I feel like, like, I know that, you know, it's all that's left when there's nothing is just darkness and everything. Dust. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like this holographic universe and all of it is just a way for us to experience for the energy that is conscious and all knowing to experience human life, human life, the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that, that even the light, like, you know, all this love and light and, you know, just all this like awakened stuff, even that's like a distraction. It like, is. You know, the By D ascending. Yeah. Like I feel like all Bullshit. of that's a distraction. So once you get past that, 
Like you have to get past that. You yeah. Know? Because then you're past duality. You know, you yes. like, and, and it isn't until you're past duality that you're really connecting to all that there is. Yeah. You know, beyond planets, beyond universes, beyond, you know, because what the fuck are we? Like, what what is energy? Why is it conscious? Why Why does it create? Like, what is it all? Like, we'll never know. Not with this brain. Yeah. Christina, you really... <laughs> You're you're really tapped into the conspiracy frequency for sure. I didn't. I was not expecting it to go this way. I'm like, you sound just like me. Like you, you fit right into the show. Yeah, no, I I, I keep my craziness to myself because it's like, does it matter? But see, that's how I feel too. Because I I don't. I'm not going around always just saying like just saying things like this no more. I don't be trying to put people onto game. Like I just say it on the pod. If you want to push play, you can push play. If you don't, you don't have to. Yeah, I used to. Um, yeah, I just I keep a lot of a lot of like my personal beliefs to myself because I truly believe that even my personal beliefs are just bullshit. Like you know, like yeah, and, it, and they're always changing. Exactly. Yeah, as they should. Who I was, you know, as a teenager isn't who I was in my twenties. Isn't who I was in my thirties. Isn't who I am now. Isn't who I'm gonna be. You know. So, just experience. You know, it's funny how. There's so many different personalities with humans and, Mm -hmm. you know, we see things as faults and all this other stuff. But yet when we go into a forest and we see like a crooked tree or we see a tree that's like half dead and, you know, another one that's flourishing, like we don't ever go, oh, I only like that tree. Yeah. Like, you know, we see all of them and we're like, oh, they're all, they're all part of this forest or whatever. Like, I think that's, you know, the same with flowers. They just sit there and grow and experience sun and wiggle around you know do they have souls i think all all life that's interesting because i would like to reincarnate to a plant that's chill do you ever hear stories of people that do like well i was watching something where uh who's the chick that used to or that played princess leia forgot to carry something oh no natalie portman no 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 oh the She's the Princess Leia, the one with the... Yeah, no, I'm thinking about the prequel ones. Her mom, Princess Leia's mom. I'm thinking about her. Padme, not bad. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> I haven't seen the more recent ones, so, but um, Carrie Fisher, that's her name. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. How she used to do a shit ton of acid, and she said that one time she was, like, on the grass, and that, like, an acorn turned into, like, something that was having, like, a conversation with her, or I don't know, and I'm thinking, well, if we completely dissolve, like, the veil... yeah then maybe everything does have like some sort of whatever animates us animates that. So I don't know. I think it's just all on different frequencies. It is. But it's all us. Like we are everything. Like I think we're connected to the furniture, connected to everything. So, I mean, if we're connected to everything, it would have to. I mean, all this got energy into it. People, People made it. Yeah. So this is why you should respect everything. Everything, even what you don't like, because mm-hmm. it's still you. It's just a little mirror of you. So, well, Christina, I appreciate you. This has <laughs> been a great conversation. I'm like really just like you can't talk my talk, so I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, they can find you. What vegan? What's the next vegan depot? 
the so next one Saturday? is this Saturday um, at City Park, Corona City Park, 930 East 6th Street. You went back to weeklies? Every other. Every other, yeah. okay. And this one, this one might be a little sad because I was so focused on trying to get San Diego up and running that I'm like last minute trying to, oh, God, I'm close. Last minute trying to find vendors, but I think we'll be okay. And then uh, after that, we have, oh, there's so many now. I don't even know what's going on. Riverside's the, the night. Come on, what's the date today? Today's the <laughs> 16th. 16th. Okay, so the 20th. So then the next one would be on the 28th. Okay, hold on. What's what's for next week? Because this is not dropping so so what today? This is not dropping this until Saturday. This Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. So then the next one would be San Diego on the 28th. Mm-hmm. And then after that would be Pershing Square in downtown on the 5th of December. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're taking the holiday Riverside, twelve twelve. Oh. Uh. Twelve twelve. So we should have a beer garden for that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Pershing Square is going to have a beer garden. This one's going to have a beer garden. Pershing Square won't start off with the beer garden, but eventually it will have one. And then we're trying to figure out right now if San Diego can have a beer garden because San Diego is going to be gonna amazing. Be a hit. Yeah. That's going to be a hit. And it's right next to the zoo, which is kind of mm. the irony. We, <laughs> but it's a huge lot i think it's like you know, <laughs> that's funny it's like forty thousand square feet or something like that it's it's a big big lot so i thought um i had put i think like 35 vendors this last time and the way that i had put them on the little map that i made i was thinking okay we'll have some we'll have a space out pretty good the fucking lot dwarfed <laughs> it was just it just looked like so small so we'll have a live band at that one but yeah, um, they're all every other. So San Diego and Riverside will be on the same day. Um, and then the opposite Sunday will be Orange County and L.A. So we'll alternate with those. So we'll have four markets going on on Sunday. And then Redlands will be a Friday. And then Corona Saturday. Damn, it's a lot. Yeah. That's a sub. And we no, we have. You'll see. Yeah. You'll, oh, you'll see what's happening. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you take the brand and the and the company and Let's all see that. if I live. <laughs> <laughs> Are you taking a holiday break or there's no break. There's well you took a now the fourth of July because they closed the park down, huh? So the fourth of July I didn't I didn't. The fourth of July, the park was using it for their own um oh, okay. the city was using it for their own like fourth of July parade. So I was like, cool. I'm going to have a vacation and I haven't traveled in forever. So I was like, okay, the closest thing is and the easiest thing would be Hawaii. So you're in Hawaii. Yeah. So I booked the trip and I've been to Hawaii, Hawaii a couple times. But lucky. Lucky. Well, you know why? Cause <laughs> I always prioritize travel. So that's why I'm out with an answer. This is why I've been able to travel a lot because I always, I quit my job, a good job making well over six figures. Jeez to go to europe for a month so i prioritize travel and experiences and yeah and um it just always made a priority so anyways so i was always bummed out that when i started these that now you're tied down my, yeah that i'm tied down you ain't gonna tie me down <laughs> oh no i got tied down <laughs> and i always told myself too when i started this that for five years i will give it everything that i have and if after five years, if I don't gain some traction, then I'll just let it go. 
But it's been a year. You got hella traction, Christina. What you gonna do now? No, it hasn't. It's been what? four. It's been four years. People don't see the. Oh, oh, we're talking about the depot. I'm sorry. Well, the depot, even that's been a little more. But yeah, that's that's been. But the depot would have never happened if not for Organic Junkie. So that that's all led to all of this. But um, yeah. So anyways, I booked the trip to Hawaii, and I'm thinking, cool. I'm gonna get a vacation. All this stuff. The day before I left, fucking the lot for LA called me and said I had it. So I had two weeks to put together the LA market. And so while I'm there, uh-huh. I'm like scrambling to get the vendors and it's so fun. And, and thank God that I had enough like time with them that they just trusted me because I didn't even have details for them. I'm like, are you in? Are you not? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and the first one was, was awesome. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, there's been no vacation really. I just had a, a nice workspace for two weeks. So, life of an entrepreneur. <clears throat> That's for sure. Well, Christina, you know, I want to give you your flowers. I really appreciate what you're doing for the community. I appreciate what you're doing for the scene. And um, you made you bringing awareness to the IE. Most like that's the, that's the main thing to me. You're bringing attention to the IE, and people are looking and seeing what you're doing, and you're going to have a lot of little daughters and sons. That's exactly what this is about. Get, get people inspired to go do do their vegan depot yeah so thank you so much for having me i appreciate you um you're in the ie uh organic junkie and corona or vegan depots all that information i have for you guys in description and i have her the the page for the instagram tag and all that i was gonna say just go to instagram and type in vegan depot and all of them will show up yes you're not shadow banned huh well yeah i get shadow banned but (laughs) i i don't even care like i have other ways to get to them All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chris Th- Conspiracy. <laughs> I talk so fast sometimes. I got you. Um, Conspiracy.com. Please do us that favor. Go buy a shirt. Go cop. We still got them available. Once they sell out, they sell out. And then you can never buy them again. And we move on to the next to the next thing. So that's Conspiracy.com. Subscribe. Leave a comment. All that. Apple Podcast specifically, please. Like, that helps a lot in the algorithm. And yeah, please make, sh- make sure to share this with anyone if you find it compelling to we out of here i'll see you guys next week conspiracy okay grab your folders in your bags it's the end of class good looking chris x matt we'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting see you right in the next show and Grab your folders in your bags, it's the end of class, good looking Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in early next show. And-